Updog fella. Look good, feel good, play good. We got some new Adidas golf swag coming the fella's way. I don't know if any new golf swag would help your game, but, but I love it. Adidas is excited to introduce new offerings within the go-to apparel collection that allows you to bring your style to the golf course. Not the traditional golf uniform. Go-to brings a fresh attitude to the game wherever you play. You'll look good on and off the course while enjoying all the technical benefits that let you play your best. Featuring streetwear-inspired style, the go-to collection rewrites all the rules and encourages you to express your style through every swing. Explore the new go-to collection on adidas.com slash golf. Fella. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com Welcome back to a fresh new episode of Missing Curfew. I'm Shane O'Brien. And I'm Scotty Upshaw. Up dog, fella. The boys made her out of Vegas. I don't know if the words, it's barely alive on my on my app anyways. You got the squirts or what? My stomach's been in one, yeah. It has, eh? yeah, since yeah, Sunday. That's, that's when you know you just, you know, you left it all out there. And that's what happens in Vegas, but. It does. It sure does. I don't think it happens to everybody that goes to Vegas ups, but it continues to happen to myself. You either lose your shirt, you know, on the tables, or you end up in a dark alley, you know, like the hangover. Yeah, get picked up and put in the back of a trunk. <laughs> but man, I thought uh, I thought it was a great great weekend. I it mean, it was a great weekend. What a setup! Hall Pass Media set us up at a at a lovely Hard Rock Cafe. Um, some great guests. We're going to talk about that. But I love Vegas. It was a little bit. It was different going there to work. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think we kept it together. The first night, you know, I went to bed at one o'clock, and she so did the same. And like you said, we got our guests that we're going to thank again and just break down. They're how good guys they were, man. And just a couple of them are how they're monsters, right? Tom Wilson, Brady Kachuk. Monsters, I mean. That's um, Brady. But yeah, I was looking at him. It was what an ass. Yeah, it was great together. I mean, for all those guys to come over to us, even though we were super close, which was a great job by A-Hall and boys all pass, um, it meant a lot to the boys. But it was a great weekend. Um, I got some thoughts on the skills competition and the sure, hockey that we're going to get into. Yeah, I don't know. But from the Vegas Golden Knights perspective, I thought they did a great job. I mean, the rink looked great. Uh, everything I've seen from NHL stuff and behind the scenes with those guys looked pretty good. Um, I'm putting some more responsibility on the actual NHL that we will get into, but it was awesome, man. We had a great time. Yeah, there's no better place as we're finding out to host entertainment, sports, now like video gaming, 
um, you know, conferences and, and, you know, our boys at, at Hall Pass Media and, and Al and the boys have been basically working in Vegas forever. So they got their keys, you know, they got the keys of the city. We, uh, we were showing a very good time. And, you know, for us, we get to come in, we get to interact with some all-stars. We get to show our fans, you know, interact with them. And, you know, it's cool walking around and, you know, walking through these games and the boys, you know, yo, big fella, they say hi to you. And, uh, flowers getting recognized. It's that's you know, that's neither here nor there. But um, a great weekend, a great weekend. Jackie yeah. Redmond, shout out to her for for coming on our pod. Finally, we get a little taste of you know having her on our show. Uh, yeah, she's the first. She's the first lady of NHL hockey, right? We, she is. Oh yeah, she's killing it. So the Hard Rock Cafe, what a setup. I mean, the boys at Hall Pass one. I don't know. We played the show forever, but I don't know what happened. We saw. On the, on the Vegas Strip, our podcast and our emoji faces, I don't know, I just thought it was, first of all, hilarious. And then second of all, I, I don't know, I just was like, this is pretty cool that a podcast that we started just basically because we were buddies, and now we're on the Hard Rock Strip, or on the Vegas Strip, I also think it was pretty cool. It was awesome. A good way to a good way to start off the fella tour, hashtag fella tour, boys are fucking mixing it. Yeah. Um, we're excited, we got a great sponsorship, uh, you know, to allow us to do this stuff. Leading the charge is our friends at DraftKings, uh, Scotty, and the boys are, uh, Scotty's, you know, just allowing us to really get out there and, and create good live uh, content with our fans. Yeah. Get out there, you know, sh- show what Missing Curfew's all about. Um, and for you and me, buddy, it's like getting on the road again. Yeah, for, no, for the National League. I'm gonna get into some road stuff with you here. Um, <laughs> first of all, the Fan Fest. So we were humming, we were humming and hawing. It was fucking so far away from where we were staying, right? Uh, and my boy Nick, he's like, "Yeah, come on." I'm like, "All right, we'll suck it up." So we jump in the Uber, and even you're like, "Holy fuck, oops. this is far." We got there, and it's, the fan fest was pretty sick. Um, we did the hardest shot with the old uh, hockey balls. I missed it that on the first one. Oh, first you one, missed I missed it. that. It was a tough way to judge, you know, our competition. Yeah, it's not legit, but I still think you probably have a harder shot after seeing you even do that. Um, but the air hockey game. Solid match. Fuck, I woke up in the morning, I took a piss in my right shoulder. I was like, what the heck? It was in one, but those things were heavy. Well, no, or am I just not supposed to know? You know, it was above, it was like nipple height. Yeah. For, for it. So the extension on each shot, and I was not like laying off that. I was like, you know, I think you really got to get it going. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, just like everything else you It was full on, like full rotation. You had to get the core in there, the hips, the glutes, like everything. So oh, I was I was full on. It started. came right down to the wire. I think you just buried one on me, but I quickly didn't allow you to celebrate into the corner too much, and I fucking fired one back at you. In typical O'Brien fashion, I fucking celebrated too early and fucked it all. Tie game, baby. Tie. I game. don't know why I saw the goal. Line. That's when you know you haven't scored many goals in your career up here. I saw the fucking red light go on. I thought that meant game over. I would have yeah. tossed my stick over the glass. All I meant was all I meant was goal. And then, in typical Upshaw fashion, you fucking scrambled and ripped one at me while my paddle was. It took advantage of the situation. I gotta give it to you. So it was a one-one tie. I would like to see the footage of everyone else that played in that. I would put our footage up against anyone. Hundred percent. We were it was back. Yeah, yeah. There was a lot of heat going on there. Yeah, it was crazy. A lot of velocity. So it was a fun little fan fest thing. I just that wish it would have been a little closer to where yeah. we were standing. But you know, we cool. got to say hi. Shout out to uh, Darren Millard, good old yeah. school Sportsnet boy. From, he was a beauty from Toronto who now works for the Golden Knights. Um, Gary Lawless. Saw big, him, big gear. You know, George McPhee gave us a, sh- a little shout out when we were. Yeah, playing I think he recognized us. We were going to the ACRC shooting. He looked. He's like playing with the kids. We're passing back and forth. I think he appreciated that. You know, we're 
We're all about expanding the game in Las yeah. Vegas for these guys. It was good content. That's what when you get in this business, everything's just about content now. When is the word going to change from content? I feel like it, what's the new word we're going to have to use for content? Media? I don't know. Stuff. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fucking just porn. content. Pornography. Action. Let's get back to it being pornography. <laughs> we can turn everything into fucking porn this guy. You gotta give me credit for it. So, shout out to the NHL. That fan fest was cool up, dog. Um, you talked about getting out on the road. We had some fucking team dinners. Hey? That, we, that I mean, was, listen, you led the charge in order. Congratulations. You did a great job. Good job on the resis. The first night, I was like, I think he still thinks he's making four bananas over there with the four sides of mac and cheese. But it was. I uh, had to do the trio. It was the it trio was mac. It was the lobster mac, the original mac. What was the third? Spicy Mac? Yeah. Uh, bacon, 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 bacon with the mac. Yeah, I mean, it was unbelievable. Uh, the boys love it. Actually, I had a couple uh, of the heftier fellows that I know saying, fuck, the mac and cheese looks good up, dog, on Instagram, you know? Richardson's fucking up. You chimed in on our on Mr. Kirk Instagram. Enjoy the mac and cheese. <laughs> yeah. It's the one thing, too. Like, you know, you go out with some guys for dinner. They're, you know, they're a little bit healthy, a little bit boring. No one ever orders the mac and cheese. But then you I go over the boys who like to fucking eat. The mac and cheese is on the table. Then a second one comes because everyone needs to, you know. Yeah. Like, but uh, yeah, those those are great restaurants. STK, what a vibe in there. Great vibe. A little eye candy in there. I just remember the dinner me and Fact Daddy had there when we, in Colorado they made us go play. Well, they make us. We had an exhibition game against LA in Vegas, and then we went for dinner there the night before the game. Me, Winbag, Fact Daddy, Old Winbag, and a few a uh, few friends. It was that's a lot. It's the first time I think I ever went to STK with those boys. Yeah, I think I told the story before, but that, that STK was the same spot that Sammy Lapisto and I got caught in when we got stuck in Las Vegas flying from Phoenix when we got traded. Just so happened, this is not still. Here we are. Uh, Phoenix <laughs> traded to Columbus, but we had to go to Vancouver, got caught in fucking, you know, we missed our flight from Vegas, so we stayed the night. We went right to STK, right to Tau or whatever it was at the time. And, uh, 6 a.m. flight fell. Anyway, sniped, sniped, on, sniped on me with that night. Top cheese. We're going to get Princey to find out for the boys. Well, um, he's already got that to fold. That's one thing about Princey I realized, too. This fucking guy's a pro, man. When I had dinner, one of those team dinners we were having, I, I'm like, show me your folder. He, he has got folders. Um, he's got a, he has a Larry Flowers folder that you could probably just delete that now. I think Flowers got cut off the squad after <laughs> last weekend. But, uh, Princey's a pro. He's got fucking everything in there, up dog. So we are locked and loaded here at Missing Curfew. His Dropbox um, file must be just loaded. I want to talk about the Nobu dinner too. So I dropped the ball. For any people out there in Vegas, there's two Nobus. There's one at the Caesars, and there's one at the Virgin. The new Virgin. The new Virgin. Virgin. I didn't know that. I took the boys to the Caesar. But anyways, they have a bocce's at Nobu that I didn't even know about. And if you're in a big group, especially a boys' dinner, it wasn't bad. Oh, that funny. guy was dicing. He was throwing sauce everywhere on that. Yeah, and you got the option to still go with the spicy yellow tail. Yeah, you did another great rock shrimp. Big crab hand roll. Big crab hand roll. Fucking <sighs> little sake for the boys. Yeah, sake was light. Kieran light. You know, my favorite dish there is the spicy scallop hand roll. Yeah, that's every time. I, every time you order that, I think it's you. You know what? You, know, when you go to a you go to a sushi restaurant. And you, you're in charge of ordering. You ask people like what the hand rolls, right? Because you know you either want it or you don't. You don't want to order too much. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about that. The spicy me. scallop handle, I feel, is such a hidden gem at a good sushi restaurant. Yeah. If you go to a, a okay one or, or a half decent one, that would be almost the worst thing I would order. Just because scallop, be little... scallop comes and it's not fresh and nice. Ooh, it's stinky. Can be bad. Stink could be a little stinky. Stinky. 
you don't want to get it stinky. You don't want stinky things. No, no. In, in any facet of life. So, <laughs> I think the spicy scallop, the non-stinky kind, at Nobu, man, treat yourself next time. Yeah, I would agree. And then our last but least Always desserts the way. Yeah, was that? Oh, I, was, I was getting to that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Your desserts. So, man, we had our last night at Catch. Um, where I guess I met your boy Sheldon like before. He's a beauty, by the way. Sheldon great guy. Yeah. yeah, they're great Shout guys. out to Colorado Extreme Minor Hockey. Yeah. They're doing a big thing there this week. Mm-hmm. Shout out to them. But he's a legend as a great guy. Yeah. But your dessert orders were top notch. Beyond top notch. The and best I, one I was of the week was, was the, the best one of the week was the salted cheesecake that we had at Nobu. And I bet you my boy over there, Al Hall, would agree to that one. It had yeah. the fucking sugar top coating with the salt, crispy top, crispy rice salt, crispy, crispy top, spicy tuna. Boom. Right yeah. down. Smash yeah, it was, uh, it was great team dinners. Uh, the boys at Hall Pass, they deserved it. It was fun. Um, Tycho, too. Yeah, Ike's came to dinner with us. Jack Eichel? He's a beauty. We got, him right, we, got him right, we got him coming right now. Our guest, thanks to our guest again, um, Tom Wilson. What a weapon. I knew, you were, gonna be, I knew you were going to be First time I've ever seen him in life. Yeah. Real life. Yeah, I skate, I skate with him at the Biosteel camps. And when he's like, you know, this is dog days of the season, right? Yeah, You're not like, he shows up to these Biosteel camps, buddy, and he's been working out for four months. And he is ripped. He's like Thor. He looked like fucking, I know he's Canadian, but Thor, or I was going to say like, what's it, Mr. America? Or what's the guy's name? <laughs> Captain like, America. Captain America. He looked like Captain America. Like, his, Captain, just, his arms. His, his arms. His shirt was Testosterone. Yeah. Oh my. His body. No wonder he fucking plays like he does. Fuck. I'm good the guy. Yeah. I was, even with like, busted up nose, still, still fucking best looking guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> always knew he was a weapon, but I was like, yeah, this guy is a weapon. So he, Thanks to him, he had a good all-star game. He sniped one for the Snipes one early, yeah, I sniped one early. I lost on that game. And then Brady Kachuk, man. Um, I text Maddie, I'm like, what a monster. And he's he, just a beast. He's like, Maddie's yeah, like, yeah. hey, he's just a beast. He's yeah, a freak. He's, Maddie, he's, he's a freak. freak, that's what we call him. He's Matt, just Matt a freak. Beat him up all the time as kids, so he got stronger. Yeah, his hands were just like banana he's hands. He's got the big Walt in him. Maddie's probably got all of them on. Yeah. Maddie got all the finesse, but he's still tough. But, man, Brady is Beast, a farm boy. Just a good kid too. Right? Yeah, you came you in there, never the met us. Listen, never met us. Sat down like I, I knew the kid for you yeah. know five years. It was pretty impressive. You can tell, you can tell he grew up in a good family. Yes, around good people. Exactly. His, his old man, you know, the whole family legend continues. But his old man was a well, well liked, you know, and honorable NHL yeah. Hall of Famer. And you know, just to be around that, learn how to treat people. We talked about the trainers and Frost and like. He knows how to treat these people, and that's what young captains in this league of the NHL. This is what, you know, this is what these kids are good at. Yeah. They grow up the right way. You know, they they are born with leadership. Brady Tuchuk is is the right guy to build your team around. And we, we even said like Ottawa was crazy to just hold out on that. They're lucky, and they're lucky they got. They're lucky they got them. Yeah. And I love how he said it was the quickest turnaround ever when they when they got to the hotel. Big Walt's like throw your stuff in the room. Let's go down to the casino. So, Brady, thank you. Yeah, Brady, Dylan Larkin. You. Dylan Larkin, uh, I'm gonna be honest, I didn't want surprise of the week. That's my surprise, and now he's got a fan forever. Totally. Um, first of all, I saw him at the, I saw him after dinner at the Cosmo. He's having a good time as he should be. And then the next day when he came and sat on our pod, um, when he said, uh, "What do you say?" He's like, "We all got a little new fitness, and as we should, because they're the fucking best." So I was like, <laughs> "All right, I'm, I'm gonna cheer for this guy forever." So well, I got a fan of him. Good hair uh, on the kid. Too. Great hair. Good little side. He had like the little side shave going to the little. 
You yeah. don't want to be competing at the club with the hottest chick with him. I think you'd lose. Yeah, but I don't know about my prime. I would have tapped it up. Oh, in my prime, I would challenge him right now. Yeah, I got a chance. But in my prime, I would. But good kid, good player. Um, you know, to be the captain of Detroit Red Wings is like, you know, for a Michigan boy, it's pretty cool. So I'm, I'm pulled for him. Yeah, up. that that interview is gonna. That interview will be out what midweek. I don't know soon. But that's a great one. Yeah, that's, people been asking people, for that one. People are gonna like that one. It's his first podcast he's ever done. Yeah, no, first podcast, fun. pretty awesome. He's got a fan of me, so thank you to him. Your boy, my boy, Jonathan Huberdor, Hubie. Talk about nice hair. The hair coming in, the French accent, right now, like the private score in the NHL. So he's scoring nationally. Yeah. And then he tipped his hand to us about the skills that he had to do. He's like, I went first. I had no fucking idea what I was doing. Oh, I did bad. I, oh, I did bad. I don't think I did bad. <laughs> but I mean, you can see how happy you know you are for him. You know, I love the kid. I've uh, watched him grow up now. I see, you know, I watch his Instagram. I follow the way he, he treats his family. I will follow the way he is with, you know, kids. And he he's really used his reach to help like Florida minor hockey and, and kids around Fort Lauderdale. It's great. They got a good kid there, and they're gonna be they're gonna have a tough time keeping him there. I think. Yeah. He's going to be demanding a, you know, a 10-figure deal that's going to be, you know, get ready to pay the kid, Mr. Vinny Viola, because he is, he's your best player. He's there every night. He can go out in Vegas and show up. And, I mean, he didn't give me the, as much as I, I need. I think I had him to get MVP, too, but um, he's a good kid, man. Yeah, it was great. There was a clip on uh, NHL or whatever. Him and Wilson sit on the bench, and Wilson's like to Hubie, he's like, you got a good life, huh? I see your Instagram. You Jack Hughes. Jack he's like, Hughes he's like Hughes. big house, big house, pool, hot tub. Yeah, like, you got a nice, you got a nice life. You got a nice life. Jack Hughes saying to him, like, he, he, well, right, I thought it was Tom Wilson, but maybe we saw different ones. Yeah. But yeah, it was pretty cool. Just seeing him break it down the back yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. He's like, yeah, it's like life, pool, hot tub. Um, and then Gibby and Freddie, John Gibson. After seeing that clip of you running him, was, <laughs> I was like, he's like, what were you doing? You didn't have your stick. Oh, I knew I didn't have my stick. I was going to make a play is what I was doing. Yeah. Yeah, dropped my stick, coming in, left it basically on the blue line, and I was like, fuck it, I'm the first guy in hopes I got to go, you know. He's like, I got to get a piece of something. But to him, he knew I was coming, and he came, you know how the goalies, they shoot and they get a little lazy, eh? Yeah. Like, when you shoot it, you know I'm coming, move out of the way. Where am I going to go, straight into the wall? You know, you can't find oh, your head there. Hey, I loved it. You gotta, yeah. you gotta get a piece of something. I, I was just like, fuck, we're lucky Gibby's coming on. Yeah, I told him, like, yeah, it was only Cam Fowler, C4, that came and grabbed me after so I could handle that. But I'm like, whoa, 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 come on, Gibby, get up. Are you all right? Okay. You're yeah, like, Cam, how's the NBA jam machine doing in the back room? Still got it back there? Remember we used yeah. to play that every summer? You're heating up. Cam Fowler took, yeah, I was renting that pad off him for a while. A lot of good things happened. Oh, uh, it was a great I threw a couple after parties in there when I first got those Daft Punk bears. Yeah. Those fucking bears. That was a great house for after shaving. They seen a lot of action. No noise complaints there. No cops ever showed up. You know why you would have liked it too? The curtains made it dark as you can be. Midday, yeah. if you got home from a late night in Hollywood, you could shudder in that living room. You could just darken those shades, but that's what I mean. And then Freddie Anderson, big beauty, wore a summit shirt. I knew you like that. Freddie's a man. Just calm, cool, collective, eh? On and off the ice. Yeah. Just. And show up kill. the next day. You know, team wins this all-star game. Yeah. He's, you know, he's the man. He jumps. I love how he just jumped on the bird right back to T.O. I know. I felt bad for him watching him last night that there was no fans for his return. Yeah. Fucking Toronto. Bird out. Toronto. Ontario. Toronto. What Raleigh call it? 
on Brut- Ontario Brutal or um, something? On Terrible? On Terrible, yeah, yeah. Terrible. Fucking on Terrible. It is on Terrible. Speaking of Rick Rowley, we were talking about before we got on air, that video of him curling with his electric robot yeah. thing is... Rowles, we missed you. We actually missed you. You, you would have put on a better performance than Flowers. Rowles, we might have to bring you in Nashville. Stay tuned, buddy. We'll be there twice. We might have to bring you in for that. Imagine him walking Broadway getting some content for the boys. That might be... That might be a game changer. I mean, having the Rumba vacuum cleaner as the curling the thing. Rumba. <laughs> is that Rumba? It's and fucking priceless. Yeah, it's it's unreal. Hurry hard, hurry hard, hurry hard. Like just boom, <laughs> right into the right into the garbage. Did Ooh. you see that last night too? I was dying on the couch. I fucking started laughing. Yeah, he's a gem. And then Jack Eichel, man, Ixy. Um, we were boys with Ixy. It was nice just to see him. You know, hang out, have dinner with them, couple cocktails. Um, I saw his first practice the other day without the non-contact jersey on. He's fired up. Look out at NHL. Look out at NHL. He's fired up. I haven't seen him this happy in a while, man. He's such a good kid, man. I'm pulling for him. Yeah. I love him. I think you mentioned it to me yesterday, maybe, but you were like, man, when you just said, like, look, look behind you, this is where you're living now for the next while. Yeah, this is your team. You're like, look at this. He's like, he literally physically is like, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, fuck, pretty nice. He's like, yeah, let's look around. You're this is where you are now. You're not in Buffalo now. This is your house that you get to build. Like, be the guy that brings the Stanley Cup. You know what I mean? Yeah. Think about that. Wasn't it Loops awesome. that got in trouble for tweeting something about Buffalo? Oh, he always getting shit. Yeah. He, he'd take pictures of like the even in like, the, the hotel, shit, like, whatever. Like, sick hotel room here in Buff or something. <laughs> A picture of like the view out of his window in like February in Buffalo. Yeah. Um, you know what I said to Ike's too? After dinner that night or at dinner at Nobu, I was like, dude, I'm like, the NHL has forgotten how good you are. Yeah. Like, if you, not that you need more motivation than what you've got, but they have forgotten how good you are. So he's like, I know I'm fired up. So he looks good. He looks jacked. The part about looking good is, is like carrying yourself the smile and like being confident. He's got full swag now. You know he's confident yeah. in, in his neck and the procedure. And, that procedure should very well be called the Jack Eichel procedure. I think Matt Cole said it might very well be called. It should that. be. It should be, and it's definitely something he put his he put his balls on the line for this for this. And, and Vegas Golden Knights, shout out to those, shout out to the team and Bill Foley for investing in him and allowing him the right to get what surgery he. It's his body. Hundred percent. He's not going to do something to his body that he doesn't want to. You know, not be able to walk or not play hockey and yeah. hockey is his life yeah. and his body is his life he's got this body to live in no one else does like who I don't know how has the, or GM who has like the right to tell some kid what he's going to do to his body I, I, that to me is mind boggling so, so for one Jack Eichel is in a good place two he's got no practice he's got no red shirt on he's got the contact jersey he's off he's got the contact jersey off he's ready to go it's just how do they squeeze him Fucking magical question. McCrimmon and McPhee are losing sleep on that every night right now. Hey, hey McPhee, you did a good job drafting the boys. Now, how do you get Jack Eichel in the line? You're fucking trading two guys right now for <laughs> fucking six rounders, what you do. Um, and then last but not least, the first woman of missing curfew slash the first woman of the NHL, Jackie Redman, comes over, six shades on. Pink jacket. Pink jacket. Totally stole the outfit of the day. Tells us that she got it all on Amazon for $47 or something. Um... And then I saw her and her her husband had a fellow shirt on at the airport. They were flying back to Canada, so yeah. even the husband's coming in on on the pod, which yeah, is nice. Sure, he's been on the pod. Yeah, yeah he's wearing the fellow shirt, red totally. fellow shirt. So Jackie, we love her. She's just good energy ups. She's smart. She runs a good show. I mean, we had a lucky you know chat about it, but she she just you know without her NHL network, who's running the ship? I don't know. 
She she commands. She's, those. She should be. She's got all afternoons game like pregame shows. You know, having her in Vegas, she's a great. You know, she's a great face for the for the game. She's a great person for the game. And missing curfew, man. We love Jackie. She's yeah, we great. love her. Um, you want to tell? We might as well tell the NHL network story. What? We oh my God. This so we're running a little late. Well, we get there, and the girl at the T-Mobile source was going on our NHL TV segment with Jackie. Ropper and Michael Johnson. Is that his name? Michael Johnson? Mike Johnson. Mike Johnson. Mike Johnson. And we get to the T-Mobile Center, and we get the security, and the girl goes, uh, you don't have the right passes. Which I still think she was wrong. But neither here nor there, she tried to reach out. We needed an escort. Now we're fucking in one. Now we're like six minutes, whatever, we're supposed to be on the air. So, whatever, we get in, and then we get there, and the updog goes the one way, and A-Hall goes the other way, and I'm like, uh-oh, which way should I go now? Like, but the, the two I fucking, two guys that can't stand still for more than Listen, three seconds, Al, I went fucking gonzo. I went I'm like concert festival style. He went I'm like, Coachella I backstage, go. there's Kygo, I'm gone. I'm like, oh God. So I go, I guess I gotta go with Uppy because we're all partners and we're gonna be on together, and A-Hall's gonna be fine, and Max, you Uppy. Whatever, here we go. So we bump into Thority downstairs, give him a hug. Then we bump into a couple missing curfew fans, do a couple pictures, and then up you can take it from there, because then it's just on. Then then I'm like basically we gotta get up to section 118. I know this. No, it's like right 318, above, no, no, like I know bleeds. it's right above 118. So if we get to 118, we're good. But so, we were at the nosebleeds, like the top we couldn't go any higher where we were heading, right? Yeah. Um, we were three no, 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 we level. level. We were on the mid level. Sweet level. Sweet level. It was pretty high up there. No, because we when we got out of there, we walked to our suite. Like when we got so that was on suite level. So basically, I knew Al said when we walked in, he's like, "Okay, this studio," and I knew it would look at the ring. So I knew like basically, we got to get to 118. We'll see the thing. It's right above section 118. So you take you know the first elevator up, and I'm like, "Okay, let's find 118." Here we go. Boom. Now I'm in festival walking mode. I'm just walking the planet. Yeah. yeah, Christina tells me that all the time too. But anyway, We're just humming. It's just good to get the body loose and moving, and just you know. So anyway, we get we get to 118. We look up, and I'm like, okay, it's right there. And then I'm like, I asked the you know, I asked the Bellman guy. I'm like, how do I get there? He's like, I couldn't really tell you. And no one knows. So I look, no and I'm knows. like, okay, there's a railing there that's, you know, it's chair it's chair high. It's it's fucking three feet high. And I'm like, fuck it. This is what this is the way we got to go, Obi. Our show, I, I can see them. They're looking at us like, we got to get up there. They're, they're, our hit is right now. So I'm like, follow me. I got this. He's like, what? I'm like, God, we got this. So I jumped I'm not over. Thrilled and then, I'm not thrilled at this moment. And then you're like, I'm beyond not thrilled at this moment. So so basically, I didn't want to do the show without you. So I got to bring you. Hindsight, looking back, I should just say, go. Go do it by yourself. And then I would have just like come on late and been like, ah, it's not the first time I've been late for a game. That's what I should have done. And I should have left my shades on, but keep going. Yeah, so so, so that we, we won't happen over there. But they fuck as soon as we get over the ear pot, ear piece. Yeah, this is where right I knew I was really in one. So we jump they over get, the railing, they get up there. We're right in our ear. The ear I'm pierces. Like, they go hey. ten. Get on there. You're on there. So we jump up. We get on the thing. They don't have enough chairs. Remember, they don't have enough chairs. Yes. Move one chair. Move the other chair. Sit down. Three, two, boom. The house lights hits, and my fat ass. I'm like, uh oh, <laughs> I'm a sweater. And it's on. And I mean so like what? I mean like right after a game when you have a hot shower and you're running out to get to the bar and you know you just like I don't know, this probably even happens. Do you ever had a hot shower after the game where the shower doesn't take because you're like hurrying to get to the club or is, did that even happen? Well no, but we're in an ice rink, so there's no hot shower. After a hockey game you yeah. shower. Yeah, then you're hot for a while. Like then you ever get the sweats after that? No, probably not. You're not really a sweater. No, I, I definitely do if I don't get a chance to cool down, but I felt well, like that's what I'm talking you, about. you were just hot getting there. Well, we, we walked from 
the hotel to T-Mobile and world record pace and upshell pace. I think we set the, the guy from Ethiopia might have beat us, but we were going pretty good. Well, I thought we got there and then A-Hall went left to get more tickets and said, you take this to Max and Prince, you go here and you go over here and you guys go here. And I'm like, okay, so time out. So Obi, Let's just I, all just fucking chill. I'll tell you this. And one, maybe get on an elevator with some air condition and take it up slowly and come out slowly is what I'm thinking. So I'll tell you this. But one, it doesn't TV, work that way. So TV, then we get on. TV works. It is now there, over there, not over there. Like when I do a trade center day, it is like Gino Reda, move over. Boom, okay. McLennan, okay. Do you think Charles Barkley's running up the fucking stairs to get to the TNT set? (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, we're not Charles Barkley. I'm just not not saying. But so yeah, at like they, the put, they put the. I've done enough TV two ups to know how it works. They put, <laughs> the, thing, they put the thing in the ear. They put the thing in the ear, and we can't. I can't hear Jackie. I couldn't hear. So it now either. I'm now I'm leaking. I couldn't. And hear now it. I can't hear Jackie, and she's like, and I'm like, I got no idea, and I'm looking at this guy over here like. Do you got a towel? So I got my microphone I'm like, I need a towel. I need a towel. And I'm full on, man. It is just full on. I'm like, I'm on TV. People are just going to be like, look at this fat fuck sweating on TV. How much booze is in his body? And that's all I'm thinking about. So now I'm not even concentrating. You weren't even drunk, though, too. Like, I'm not even, no, I wish I would have been. I'm now I'm not even concentrating on the question. So then I got a snap out of it. I'm like, all right, you're on TV. I'm fired. So then I tried to make a joke out of it. And I think the joke was great. I think we saw it. I haven't it. seen that. I don't know. Has I don't want to see it. Yet? Don't. Sure. I don't want to see I it. I thought it was absolutely great because when we left, <laughs> we had guys saying, you got to take over that whole, <laughs> that whole panel should be yours, right? So anyway, yeah. I, I just... Uh, I enjoyed the fact that we did get to laugh about it. Yeah, that's we we'll always laugh about it. You know, that's what no matter what we ever know, say or do I each other, know, we'll always laugh about it. To, to, so, in all honesty, I had no idea that your body temperature was up so high. So, I so when I got there, I was no, like, "Oh, it shouldn't be a big deal. We're, we're actually here now." And fuck it, which is like a podcast. Let's just let's get out there and just chat. Just try not to swear because it's live. But I was like. And then as I looked over and you were, I saw the beads coming down your face. I was like, yeah, this should oh. be a better conversation. Like if Loops is here, he would understand what I'm talking about. Cause he's a yeah, 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 yeah. Like it, once it comes on, it don't, it it's don't fucking game over. It's on. Like you don't even sweat. Like, did you sweat? No, like, you, you no. Know, no. like so you don't really get it. But anyways, it was a, it was a little bit learned. We made a good joke out of it. Um, I think Shenner, we got to say it was Shenner, Shenner texted yeah. me not five minutes after we were walking to the suite, the DraftKings suite, shout out to them, thank you. Yeah. Um, and the first question was, Obes is sweating out the red wine <laughs> from the night before. And then, and then I lift, uh, I kind of laughed it off and he's like, buddy, would he ask for the towel on live TV? <laughs> I, oh, hit, yeah. I hit the floor in my living room. And he, thinking, he didn't even give me a towel, he gave me fucking napkins. I'm like, give me an NHL network towel. And then I was like, I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, I'm like, okay, if this guy tosses me an actual network towel, it's that throw it around my neck, yeah, yeah, and yeah. now he saves me. He throws me napkins. <laughs> and I'm like, is that all he got? He's like, yeah, I'm like, you throw a towel? Because then I think I throw a towel on him, like, hey, boys, tough shift or something. It was right? our boy with CBC in band. He would have had a towel first. Scott Oaks? <laughs> Scott Oaks. Here, Oaks, take it. He would have had a towel. You're like, Christine Simpson, thanks, baby. Hey. So then I'm like, should I left my shades on? Just because cool. like, that's the thing we always yeah, talk yeah. about, but... Um, yeah, so we gotta get some missing curfew tells just in case for our next one you just walk on there anyway. Next one, I'm not, I'm missing the segment. I'm not fucking doing it again. Or A-Hall's gonna tell him but to wait five minutes or something, so. Um, but we love the NXL Network. Uh, it's all in good fun. We love Jackie. She had a good chuckle over it. Rumper texted me after. He's like, that was hilarious. I'm like, yeah. I was leaking, fella. He's like, ah, he's like, it happens to Weeksy all the time, so. Um. If you can't laugh about it, what's that the was, point? Yeah, yeah, totally, buddy. You, you killed it. You killed um, it. I thought we did a great job. Let's 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 talk about the actual. And listen, I thought Vegas 
and the Vegas Golden Knights did a great job. I thought the rink was awesome. I thought the energy around the rink was Vegas style. This has nothing to do with the Golden Knights organization. They're first class all the way. It's more to do with the NHL, and I guess I'll start off. It's time to change. The three on three, fuck off. Let's go back to five on five, Eastern, Eastern Conference versus Western Conference. The puck drop in, in an all-star game should not be in Vegas at noon. You should have one game where you play three periods, like a normal hockey game. Um, I'm, t- I'm tired of the three on three in overtime, Uppy, and I just think I'm tired of it in an all-star game. And I want to tell you why, Uppy. Remember when we skated in the offseason in August? If you got 10 NHLers out there playing five on five, our natural ability eventually in competition would take over that we're snapping around and we're playing a game. If you get us out there three on three, we're going to fuck around. Yeah. I just think you put these guys five on five in an all-star format with the best players in the world, it will be a better game moving forward. Yeah. In my opinion. Uh, I just look back at, at those games. Like when I came in the league and you too, like 10 years of the league was, was five on five all-star games. And a lot of people would say, ah, well, they're boring. All they do, they don't back check. They don't like hook anyone. But you would get the odd like, Great shift. Yeah. Good save. Great shift. Like good block breakout. Shot. Nice breakout. Yeah, block a shot. Good, good, like, sauce pass. Like, I guess what the NHL is missing, and maybe their thought that we don't see is, is they feel three-on-three is their most entertaining time of hockey in, in overtime. Well, it is, yeah, because one goal ends the game. Yeah. When you do it for 25 minutes, it's boring. Yeah. It's the guys might as well stay home. The guys might as well stay home, rest up, go to Cabo, get a tan. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Especially with some of the all-star Chilino Bay. stuff. Yeah, I can set them up in Chilino Bay. It'd be fine. Come I agree. Here, come to the Waste Management Open with us. I mean, yeah. do something. Yeah. But don't go and just throw these guys and throw a puck on the ice. And, and, and you get to see Connor McDavid for how long? How long did Connor McDavid play for? He lost the first know. game. He was I think, there for maybe seven I don't even minutes. know if I've seen him play a shift because our show started at one and their game started at noon. That's not a real way no. to, to, to no. do that. You know, throw the million bucks at the guys, you know, who are in the game. Throw an extra yeah. couple hundred on, a, on, a, on an MVP and let them try it. Like, it's a great point by you two. If you put a million bucks on the game, that five on five in the third period, if it's a tight game, you'll see the boys playing. I agree. You will see the boys going D to D through the middle, up to that guy over here. That's what fans want to see. I don't want to see yeah. a guy throw a, like skate around. His, I don't know. It's just, and you just I'm tired of three on three anyway. You're keeping these guys in their little, their little, uh, you know, conference. Yeah, their little Eastern conference. conference versus Western. No, I know, but division. Division. Yeah, yeah, these yeah. guys are just hanging out with their divisional guys. Like, get them. That's their Western Conference. They're going to compete for the Western Conference Championship. That's their team. Yeah, I it's agree. The, it should be the same, you know. Yeah. It should be the same thing when it comes to, like, the, the All-Star. Oh, my God. The skills comp was just a flop. Yeah, the skills comp was, was too long. so good, too. We had all those guys come in and do our interviews, and we get there. And I felt like I sat and watched the Jumper Tron more than I watched guys do skills yeah i guess i was gonna ask you like it's, it's just because it's made for tv but i thought oh, i talked to people back home and they're saying the same thing they're like on tv it was small you think they like to see a 30 minute segment on them trying to shoot pucks into those fountains no they, they people everyone do that it. for five minutes yeah take the highlights of the sauce passes and do that you don't need to see like yeah and then why don't you throw in a, why don't you, you don't need to see our boy hubie miss like 20 of those buckets no why don't you throw in a two-on-one drill a two-on-one contest like, like two on ones are fun to watch. Throwing yeah. a two on one contest where two forwards go the Juice two side. boy. We talked to him. Or that three puck where three guys come in. Like, there's more creative stuff that you can do that's more relevant. They've uh, done the three puck. The word's not relevant. More game, game, um, game like, game like. Yeah, 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 thank you. 
where you do two-on-one competition, a three-puck where three guys come, like, tic-tac-toe, boom. That's what you want to see, in my opinion, is guys doing stuff that is involved in the game. Like, you look at NBA, they do a three-point shot and the dunks. Those things are involved in their game. Yeah. Two-on-one drills, three-on-one yeah. drills. That's hockey. Or what, I think about like, better. what about, like, a game of pig? What about sure. a game of pig where there's... You know, you put something on the net and you got to play pig and you go, this is going to go bar and out or I'm going to hit the, the, the Heineken bottle on the yeah. top of the net. You know, I'm going to hit the Canadips tin in the top right corner and then the guy has to do it. And if he loses, like you do a little kind of, yeah. that's actually gimmicky too. No, no, but, you need some gimmicky stuff. They're like, I thought the breakaway challenge, I mean, shout out to Trevor Segris. We're, we're going to get that, but just the last thing, like the two on one drill as a defense with like in the all-star game against the best players in the world, like that'd be fun for me to like, Fans would love it too. Like, what would you do? Take the shooter, or take the pass. Well, you always take. The, you always take to give the score the shooter. But I mean, I think you could make it like more game like in my yeah, opinion. I, I, I don't know. I just think it lacked. Um, yeah, more competitive edge. I guess is what I'm saying. I don't know. No, I agree. I think fans just whether they're at home or they spend money and come to the game. I think they want to see a little bit more, a little bit more of of you know. NHL planning it out, planning it to be efficient, making it entertaining, yeah. yet not so silly. Yeah, know? exactly. So. I say add a two-on-one drill in NHL. If you're out there listening to anybody from the NHL, add a two-on-one drill. To your boy Trevor Zegers, this kid's unbelievable. We see him at the airport when we land. He's dressed up as a chauffeur. He stole the weekend. He did it again. He did it again. His breakaway challenge. Now, there's since I've been recovering at home with IVs and swims and walks and a lot of couch time, there's some people saying he could see through the blindfold. John Gross. Bucci's not buying. He couldn't see. Now I don't so care I if he can see Bucci, or not. But did Bucci watch him practice it? He watch, did practice yeah, it. Yeah, I know. So watch him practice. He he puts the blindfold on and he does it. Like he, he wasn't just. Yeah, I I, I think I'm he with you. had kind of mastered this. Yeah. He was he was helped by that Zach Bell. Shout out to this kid, that always hockey kid. You can yeah. see them working on like some breakaway stuff and. Zegers was doing some stuff too. He's like, I can't, I can't do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said I was, kid, he's like, I can't, I can't do that. I but, was blown away by like how many times we practiced. He kind of fucked it up. Yeah, and still had the balls to go out there and do it. So I, I do have a little story, and yeah. I'll, I'll share it with our listeners. But so I see Zegers on on the Thursday. I'm at Johnny V. I'm getting a nice new black. You know, yeah. gotta look good. Hey, when you show your skills, call you whether you're in it or not. Where you ever? But uh, you know, shout out to our boys at Johnny V. Ryan and the boys. Um, so yeah, I see Zegers in there, and I'm like, you gonna doc, you get something? He's like, well, yeah, I got the, he had on, um, he had on some Air Jordans, eh? and he's like, you think he's off white? So I'm like, yeah, they're pretty sick. Off white, oh, yeah, like, now you're fine. Yeah, I'm pretty dial in, like, you're going to skills come. So he dials himself in, sharp looking kid. So we, so anyway, we're, we're jump on the bird, JS, 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 Sweet X. JS, Sweet X, JS, Sweet X. Just, it's a private little puddle jumper. You take it right from LA, right into Vegas. It's mint. We're on there with Gibby and uh, Troy, Troy Terry. Terry. And they're really beautiful women, women of their lives. Wives. Wives. And um, so Zegers, I text him, I'm like, where are you at? I got your boys on my flight. He's like, you're gonna, you're gonna see me sooner than later. I was oh, hilarious. And so we come out of the airport, we're getting in our Uber, and, and there's Zegers, he's a full Bellman, hilarious. Full Bellman, chauffeur, yeah. he's putting the bags in. and. It was fucking great. That was funny. He could not put the bags. No, but it's not my AZ. You're screwing that all up, but you got to move that one that way. You never spend any time in the minors. Yeah, you haven't rolled the bus in. Put the bags on the bus. So so I see him that night before dinner. Uh, We go to STK, right? And as I walk through, I pick up Mac Ellen Flowers. They're having dinner. uh, They were having drinks at Catch. And Papperson had some families there. He had Jack Hughes and his family, and he had Zegers there. So I stop in, and we, we have a laugh. We're having a drink. 
And Jack Hughes tells me drink. Jack Hughes tells me a story how he's gonna bring Frosty's kid. Shout out to our boy Frosty and his kid Brecken. Well, that was he's awesome. Got, he's got a little trick up his sleeve that he's gonna bring Brecken out for the shootout. So I think it's like you know, obviously I know he's gonna be a little Jack Hughes, but neither here nor there. It was it was epic to see this kid that I saw as a baby when Frosty first had him. And I saw him grow up in our dressing room in Florida, come out and conquer the skills comp. Like I thought he did an incredible job. Jack mm-hmm. Hughes killed it too for him. And so Zegers was like, I, I, I'm nervous. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Like I practiced all day today. I don't know what to do. And I was, you know, in all seriousness, and I told you this, you're like, is that true? I'm like, yeah. I was like, fuck it kid, just put a blindfold on and just go in and do something sick and score. He's like, he looks at me, he's like, how did you just, did you guess that? This is what I'm doing. And yeah. I'm like, you're what? He's like, I'm putting a blindfold on. I'm just going to go in on a breakaway. And I'm like, did he oh, tell you it was going to be average Joe's? No, he didn't say anything about uh, it. So he didn't break that down to me. He was but probably worried he tweeted out or something. Yeah, well, I wouldn't tweet it. These guys not drunk. I wouldn't tweet it. Nah, I don't, dr- I don't drink and tweet. <laughs> you don't say Prince Don't drink and that. Don't, hey, don't drink and tweet out there. Don't, don't drink and tweet. tweet. I used to do that. Get you in a lot of trouble. Drink it out of can. You're right. Good drink advice. It. That's good advice. Drinking and DMing. That's a different story. I can get that can lead to success. That actually get you way more trouble. I can lead to success too. So, uh, yeah, when he pulled Obi, I was like, when he pulled off, we watched it from our suite, and the lights were off. He had the he had the dodgeballs getting thrown at him, and he went in there and just highlight of the night, in my opinion, highlight of the All Star game. Yeah, he stole the show. Stole stole the the show. show. Jack Hughes was game was great too. Jack Hughes was two kids are so good for the league. Yeah, Um, just every time I see Frosty, like. We were at SCK waiting for you and Flowers, and you guys went over to catch the Santa some people, and there was Frosty, and I missed his text. I'm like, am I just a coincidence I'm bumping into? He's like, no, I came here to see you with the Updog. Hair looking perfect, just like a National Leaguer. Felt like I just saw him, like, the day before. You know, that's when you know you had a good friendship, and I was only with Frosty for one year, uh, but he's a great kid. He has a beautiful family there, wife, daughter, son, so Frosty, we love you here. He's not for you to come on the pod, but he's old school. He ain't coming on. That's okay. Income. We're getting all his buddies to come on, so it's awesome. Zegers, congratulations, Jack Hughes, those boys, keep her going. Uh, a guy who didn't keep her going. Um, Can we talk about the Petrangelo goal? Wait, you want to talk about it? It was so fucking bad. Yeah, that yeah, was awful. But the, and that won the shootout contest. What? I know you see the hometown's joke. John you know, Hamm. So I was told that you can blame John Hamm for that because John Hamm gave him a 19. Stone wanted to, or they wanted Stone to do it, and he said absolutely not. Yeah. Uh, there's no way I'm doing that. It's so awkward now. It's Petro. Petro, he's awkward a little bit. Like, to put him in that spot is super tough. Like, when he went down on the first breakaway and shot it, like, over the net on purpose, and it was like, then he came back, and I'm like, is he going to light himself on fire here? Is this going to be, like, something crazy? Has he got a rocket pack? He's going to fly to the net? <laughs> and he puts on what was, like, fly a little hollow, you know, like, a little, like, a little... I don't know, a glow in the was fucking terrible. Back, and then he comes in and misses again and terrible. then bangs on the drum. What? John Hamm gave him a 19 because they won the cup in 19. That's why he won it. And maybe that was set up. I don't know. It was it had won. to have been set up. Petro should have gave that trophy right to Zegers. Zegers, and hey, and, and Mr. Curfew, Zegers won that. And NHL should have gave the... Travis Zegers stole the show, so. Petro hanging there, but a tough spot to put you in. Guy had kind of a tough weekend ups was uh, our boy Flowers. Uh, but he did get us some content, so I guess he... Chipped in a little bit. He definitely did, but it wasn't. You got him with the ice bucket. And Hall Pass Media, that Flowers Cam was, I mean, that probably was a highlight of the whole show. It took a little convincing, but I was like, I'm not letting this guy get away with missing the all. He missed the All Star Skills competition because he went to have a a, a nap from 4 to 9 p.m. Like, I don't even know who does that. 
Then he comes late to the to the meetings. You know, he wanted to sit on our pod. He wanted to sponsor the pod for the weekend. And I love flowers and Larry Flowers Jewelry. We pump them up all the time. Okay, you want your name on the pamphlet for this? You want to come do an interview or two? Would love to. But he shows up fucking 45 minutes late. We don't do that. And then he sleeps during our live broadcast that we asked him to come on. He's sleeping on a couch. He didn't say five words. And he's sleeping now, so I'm like, oops, I got to love it. Yeah, walk us through the actual ice bucket challenge. Well, it was on live TV. Where'd you get Basically, it was like, what should we do to flowers? My brother, who had the best idea, Brento, said, get Princey, give Princey 200 and have him go teabag flowers. I'm like, that is actually an awesome idea, but... Flowers might that would have been tough. To, no offense, Princey. Yeah, live TV. Tough, I think tough that tough would have been that. epic. It would have been tough to come Especially by. Especially if you haven't been using your Manscaped devices. Yeah. Right? Just fucking. So okay, so we, we slowly passed. You got them great with the ice ball. I've watched it a few times now. I missed it live because I was talking to Hall trying to keep the live show going. I didn't know we cut to the flowers cam. Um, and I've watched it a few times. You, you tiptoed up nice and light. And you fucking teased them with them, and, and, and then, then booyah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it you was, don't want to do it too much at the beginning because you want to scared him a bit. You, you don't know where, where in his dream or nightmare he is. Maybe he's thinking he's got like some titties. He said he was face. dreaming about a girl that he was with at the yeah, ride. So he's, got, you know, he's got some titties in his face, and he's like, oh, this is so good. And then all of a sudden he's like, oh, I'll kind of have And then you just hammer He thought, I, so I talked to him after. He thought, I'm like, what'd you think? At first, he's like, I thought someone was pissing on me. Because you dribbled it on him. He's like, I thought someone was pissing on me. And then fucking boo, you, you, you did it perfect. I got him good, old. Man. Yeah, so that was I got uh, him good. That was good. Content. I knew we had more fella T-shirts to give him. Too. Yeah, like, I knew I wasn't hanging him out to dry. Like, no, it was great. He needed the wake up. In fact, I think he looked more refreshed after. That was the he best did. thing he ever could do. He should thank me to be honest. Yeah, I think he should <laughs> thank him. I think he probably is thanking you deep down. But, uh, <laughs> it was it was all good. It was all good fun. And, uh, I, I was getting. You talk about the fans. I wanted to mention this. Um, anytime we do these live shows, and thanks again to Hall Pass, the way they made our setup look so sick. But to our fans out there, I know you guys de- like talk to us on our Twitter and stuff like that. I don't really check it a whole lot in my Instagram. That's their time up here, right? Like to come on and you can really interact with us. And the fans that we did have, thank you so much because it makes those things so much more enjoyable. Like, what was the one guy's name that was Griffin Owen? Mm-hmm. I mean, absolute beauty. Yeah, well, he's a full on, yeah. He's yeah, like some of the stuff he's saying, yeah. <laughs> maybe clean her up a bit, but. Um, Right up, so I don't, know, I don't know if you feel the same way, but I think those are times as fans. I know we got some stuff coming up in Nashville that we'll probably do something, or anytime we go live, just chime in. It was, yeah. it was great. Yeah, we can, um, we definitely, you know, and, and we can do, a, you know, I think Obi, you and I can probably live, do some live look-ins on our Instagram, which yeah, for sure for us today. We can do that while we film a pod here and there, get some feedback on some guy, you know, just whatever we're talking about. But you're right, it is a way to interact. And we got a great, like the, the setup is great. Max literally dials in. So you guys are catching everything we see. We're talking about things. It's super fast and, you know, the system works. And hell, you might get to see, you know, Princey teabag somebody. You never know. You never know. Uppy's open the door. And the people, I knew when I was being soft as our fans that were on our live stream were like, quit being a pussy, Obes. Let Uppy get him. <laughs> and then you're like, Uppy, you're like, Obes, she's sleeping in Vegas on a Saturday. I'm like, yeah, you're right. Go get him. Um, I know, I knew what I was doing. Yeah, it was, it was great. So to all our listeners, uh, A-Hall, Hall Pass Media, Maxi Binger, Princey Tucker, thank you. Hard Rock Cafe, thank you. Um, we just wanted to wrap and, uh, and recap our Vegas All-Star Weekend. Yeah. So uh, before we bring Princey on, some uh, news and notes. Extensions for a couple Hello. of veteran guys that 
Bring in the Brinks truck, baby. Back it up. The big rig, Patty Maroon and Robbie Bobble Bertuzzo, both two-year extensions. Veteran, glue guys. Love seeing Suppy. Totally. I, I got the little heads up this morning. Hey, Bobble texted me. Yeah, we beat out all the insiders. Yeah. I love it. He's like, I got something for you, fella. Yeah, that's Bob, great. Bobbo's back two years. Yeah. I'm like, all right, done. I was literally in bed at 5.45 going, I got to get up now, have a shower, and get this on the, get yeah. this on the open market. You beat out the boys. Today. I love that. Um, great signing for St. Louis. I, I think Bertuzzo is at the point in his career where he really he loves the city. He loves winning hockey. Um, his boys are there for a while. He loves Shenner. He loves playing with Fact Daddy. Um, he's got a good decor there. Pareko's there for a while. Uh, Falk, Tory Krug. I mean, he fits right in for a guy that plays plays hard on both sides of the rink. He's still got offensive upside. He still puts the puck in the net when he when, when he gets those chances. And he's not scared to block a shot, take a hit, fight. He does it all. So he's a He's a great signing for him. Do I think, you know, and you talked about this, do I think he could have got more in the open market this stage of his career? Stanley Cup champ. Yeah, I you know, mean. But, but I, Doug Armstrong, man, he, he's smart. I think Army knew. Yeah, I would say Army knew. I, I watch a lot of hockey, and, and you know, the thing with Bobo's game is and he could he, he get hurt at any moment, right? The way he blocks pucks and yeah, stuff. Yeah, so maybe yeah, he wanted course. security. But there's a lot of teams out there dying for a big right-hand defenseman with the Stanley Cup that blocks shots. So yeah, I just, yeah. I said to him at dinner in Newport, I said, dude, I think this is your summer to like you could really get you know but hey you know there's something to be said he loves st louis i'm happy for him what the fuck do i know who knows right oh yeah yeah you're right you know so congratulations to those boys happy birthday to the fact daddy how old is fact daddy was he i would say fact there's 32 31 31 two maybe what a beauty so God. they were down in mexico over the all-star to break have that hardware and be 30 bozak and Prawn, couples trip they look like they're having a good time where was he, he was riding this thing like was he in Cobble? No, he was Mike, Mike, Mike Koba? Mike, Mike. Maybe it's not, maybe it's not Mexico. Uh, I'm actually not sure. I don't know, but he, I didn't see his Instagram. He was having a good time, so. And then last but not least, I'll be last night, I was watching Canada versus USA. And shout out to these girls. Prince, he's been saying this for a long time. Now, you know, just how great they are, how hard they played. And Canada made a great game. Al always watching it too. Um, when I turned it on, big win for Canada. When I turned it on. You're like, man, the U.S. girls are working them. They were working them in the and second. Then, and then, and then, so you know, I'm in bed, and my girl hates watching hockey. So I'm like, come on, like, you know, and she's like, girls play hockey. You know, I'm like, what? Are you like, what? <laughs> you know, when you date, when you when you're with a girl who has no idea about hockey, you kind of gotta you know, take your time and explain things. To yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. like, look, these girls, watch these girls pass them. Yeah, watch them skate. They are legit. Like this is, I'm putting Izzy in hockey. You know. Yeah. I'm like, this is this is. These girls are legit, and they're trying harder than most guys. They actually might be playing better hockey than the men's. I mean, they were rubbing out. They were some. They were there some was a little good little I, I Like man, the Canada girl shot the puck late after the whistle. It was awesome. Came to the bench, and the girl, you know, the American girl grabbed her, cross check, and I'm yeah. like, all right, this is this yeah. is what it's like playing for your country. Yeah, there was more hits than some of the NHL games I've watched this year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's I'm not even joking. That's a god honest truth. Totally. Um, so, so congrats to them. Yeah, they got sweet in the quarterfinals. So Canadian girls, keep on going. Obviously, I think it's going to be Canada-US again. Yeah. I was impressed with how many little plays the Canadians made. Little reverses, little winger to the center, up to the winger. I was like, man, you don't even see the NHL. I just shoot it off the glass and skate as fast as I can. So, um, congrats to them. Updog, thanks for everything over the weekend in Vegas, buddy. You killed it as usual. We got our boy, long time coming, Mark Prince, coming at you next. Princey Fowler. Special Canadian edition. Coming at you. I'm real. I'm a real human being. Can you guys believe that? 
Yeah. Well, you do sit on our podcast every day. Yeah, every but you guys told me you thought you were getting catfish when I first came. But I, guess I thought you were hype. just because we have before while we've been chasing chicks. <laughs> yeah, well. you know, we all, we never Calgary too. We we look at uh, you know who you are. You know, we're trying to study this Miss and Curfew clips, and I'm like, oh, is this is maybe one of these chicks that just likes us a lot. Like, <laughs> And we, we've been here before, haven't you? Yeah, you yeah. Know, all of a sudden, the videos start coming, and they get it. You know, they they get it in your front door. Next thing you know, they don't look anything like. This. <laughs> <laughs> or they don't even show up. Right? You're like, we're just supposed to be here a half hour ago. Oh, oh she's not coming. She's not coming. So no, let's take this opportunity, and, and I think this is a great moment because we're on the road, fella tour, yeah, 2022. Continues, continues. To really um, share the story on Mr. Uh, Mark Prince here. Yeah, I've been getting a lot more traction now that I've appeared on the show. I think you know, made that comment that there was a lot of people asking for me in the comments on the yeah. on the stream, and lots of running into fans uh, over the weekend, and still I get asked so many times, like, how the fuck did you end up on Missing Curfew? Like, you're from Calgary, you're not even close. Like, could they not have found somebody in California? You're up in Calgary, and so I wanted to be like, okay, just refer to the podcast because I, I know you guys are good at telling stories. I'm getting tired of telling this one. Yeah, well, I remember how I went. So me and Upper were like, uh, you do Mr. Creepy Clips? No, you? No. Reach out to him. Reach out to him. And I'm like, get him on the pod. <laughs> so you came on the pod yeah, for yeah. like 15 minutes or 20 minutes. Yeah. And then we're like, you want to keep doing it? And you're like, yeah. And then it's just built from there. Yeah. Well, I remember when I, t- I think I wrote you the DM. And I said, DM, hey, yeah. like, yo, bro, what's up? <laughs> I bet you we'd be laughed about it. We'd look at it now and be I like, what's up? It. I'm like, where are you from, bro? You're like, Airdrie. I'm like, Airdrie. You want to maybe uh, you want to jump on a call here? Yeah. Maybe see where you found that video of me fucking going face first in the, in the wall when I told the story after I scored. Well, you ghosted, you ghosted me for a week. You gave me your number, and then I didn't hear from you for a week. So I was that's like, not bad with him. Yeah. That's actually not bad. That's, that's not bad. pretty good, actually. So what, I got your number, and I didn't call you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I <laughs> do that to all the time. Don't even, that works. But I started... I started doing it, like, um, probably about August when you guys actually started up at Action Park Media. Like, I was working like a radio sales job just in Airdrie, you know, playing beer league, you know, doing whatever. So what's I, a radio sales job? What does that consist So I, I do like, uh, I would sell like advertising on the radio and like gotcha. sponsorships and a lot of the stuff that crosses over into what we're doing with drafting. Can you get us some sponsors here? <laughs> I probably could. I would, I would like say to, let's add yeah. that to your resume. I would like to get you guys a sponsor. Well, oh, so would we. <laughs> so would we. Yeah, so well, we're we're back down there and board. Get, yeah, get on the fucking board. Chief financial right? officer. <laughs> Money on the board, I'll get but yeah, I was working there and COVID hit and um, salespeople in Alberta, they didn't survive COVID. They just immediately got cut. Yeah. So really? I got cut. My wife was at home on her, her maternity leave with my first son, Rhett, and we'll get into a little bit why his name is Rhett. Um, yeah, so I had to go back home and basically figure out what the fuck is going on. Like, are we going back to work, this and that? And the government took care of you money-wise. And my wife had ended up going back to work because that was a way for us to make money. Like, okay, we're... I gotta go back to work. So I was at home with my eight month old son all by myself. My wife would work like 12 hour days. I'm stuck at home with the kid. I have no idea what to do. And that's when Miss and Curfew came along. I found it, I found you guys online. And of course I probably did what everybody else did. And saw Shane O'Brien, Scotty Upshaw, and then there's dot, dot, dot. And I'm thinking, oh, it's Loops. Like there'll be a third person to Loops. And I yeah, said, yeah. Jimmy Hayes. And I was like, no way, like Jimmy Hayes? That's yeah. incredible. We that's asked awesome. Loops, he said no. Yeah, I kind of figured. We he also asked. Loops. He said no. He just said no. We he also asked Loops to come this weekend, and he said no. So I, I don't know. Yeah, that's, I was not a fan of the pods, but uh, I knew right away. Like my buddies with other podcasts, they're always asking whether it's 
this podcast that podcast. They're asking me, wait, when did this happen? Their the podcast was talking about this and that. I just fire them over the clip, like here, here, just take it, take it. And it was getting so annoying. So then a bunch of my buddies were like, well, why don't you just do that for missing curfew? And I was like, damn, that's actually a really good idea. So tip out there for anybody on social media that's trying to do something. I guess grab the name first. Go on Instagram, go on Twitter, grab the name. Whether you have the idea or not, just grab the name. Somebody else might grab it. So I grabbed the name and I just listened to your show and went hooked and hooked and hooked. And then I kind of thought, I'm like, well, I could do this, but I don't want to do this half-ass. I'm going to go full up. I told you guys that on the first podcast. So I went and grabbed image after image and video and video and video and just stockpiled. And I showed Ovi at dinner the other night my files that I have you guys. Oh, and they went from hundreds to thousands of photos of you guys. So I, awesome. Yeah, I, I dropped the videos right away. And, you know, this is so awesome. Jimmy followed me like that. Jimmy was the first one to follow me. He followed me immediately. And then, like, a couple of hours later, Obi followed me. A month later, Updog followed me. Uh, so once again, once again, that's not bad. That's not bad. doing some work. Once again, that's not bad. Yeah, so that, that kind of, it, it, it really took off fast. Like, Missing Curfew Clips took off really fast. Like, guys like Tutu and, like, Willie Mitchell and, like, Mike Richards, they all followed me because I'm pretty sure they just thought it was something that you guys were doing. And then shortly after, I finally got the DM from the Updog with the phone number, and then we connected that way. Yeah. Hitting in the DMs with the yeah. phone. We were like, because we, we were like, how we were gonna run our social media? I went on and then boom, all of a sudden, Mr. Cooper clips. I'm like, up, we gotta track this guy now. Trincy, what would um, what what would like your thought process be behind like being innovative like that? To think like this podcast, they can speak and they tell their stories, but they need this. Yeah. Like, what 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 kind of like what 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 creative background would you say you have that? Because that's pioneer. You're yeah. kind of ahead of the curve. Like some people, like not many podcasts even have that. No, and I've seen a few attempts at them. Yeah. Uh, other podcasts, I've seen a few attempts that fizzled out. And that was something I wanted to do, just stick with it and try to go hard. Even if it doesn't work, just stick with it. But as a kid growing up, like we're sitting in social studies class or math class, I'm not retaining any of that shit, man. Yeah. Like, I'm sitting there thinking about games and like warm-up music and like this guy taped stick black and then he went to white why did he do that like that that's <laughs> all I, stuff listen that, i thought about yeah. all that shit too yeah and it sticks in your head if you were to ask me as a younger hockey player like what skates this guy wore what yeah. tape he had did he go tongues out what kind of helmet does he tilt his visor up over his yeah. eyes i i could tell you everything yeah. because that's how engaged i was in like the actual game and how people move but you know for you like you have this you know, you have this knack for liking hockey and enjoying things, but you know, having putting videos together, yeah. knowing that you know you can create not just these, you know, a full spectrum ability for fans to engage with our podcasts and our stories, but like you, you've been able to find things that I don't know where they. I thought they were you know, bunkered <laughs> for for a while, but yeah, they don't, where, where the hell do you find they these don't, things? Well, I'm not going to reveal that. That's going to stay with this occurred. Yeah, that's yeah, our yeah. weapon. Smart. But I will say, it's um, random pages, and it's not page one. It's page 150. Yeah, that was one. Like, images or four, what? like I'll find a Florida Panthers. Are you on wire image or what do you do? What do you do? No, not I'll, on that. I'm here to seek your secret. But this one, this is a neat. People can get yeah. two and two together. I'll go on like forums Forum. from like 2012 Florida Panthers forum. Oh, I gotta ask and somebody will <laughs> somebody will upload their their warm up pictures with their camcorder that they. They post and it's yeah. from 2012 and I'll just go in there and snag those pictures and stuff like 
that. It's just basically like, have you ever heard of a YouTube rabbit hole? Yeah. Where one video leads you to the next, to the next, to the next. It's the same thing with images. Yeah. I've been in a couple porn hubs. I've been in a couple porn hubs where I'm like, how the fuck did I end up here? So Princey, through your efforts of finding, you know, missing curfew videos and clips, have you ever found anything that you're like, I got to hide this as far away as I can possibly hide it? Yeah. If this comes out, these boys are screwed. Yeah, there's a couple photos that are in a uh, <laughs> password-protected right. box online. Can we look at them later? <laughs> yeah, I'll show you something. Oh, it'll be or me. I think I've got a couple of, uh, of Philly Updog ones. And, yeah. But sometimes they're also just fans that'll send them to you. Because sometimes they can find them, but I'm like, you really think I'm going to post this and yeah. send me this video? So did you ever go down the rabbit hole where I had a full-on stalker for two years while I played Phoenix? I did, yeah. I heard about that. And just psycho, psycho hockey bunny. She followed you to Colorado or something like that? She followed yeah. me everywhere. She really? watched me play hockey in about 20 rinks in one season. <laughs> and she said she bought the tickets right behind her bench. Didn't the, you guys have to send the trainer over? No, like, no. We sent our security oh. guard, uh, Jim O'Neill. He yeah. actually lives here in phoenix but oh, he God. had to he basically grabbed her out of her seat in warm-ups and interrogated, interrogated her with the cops from the colorado arena wasn't she, she like us i never ever no, no i never ever looked up with her no not and that i can't even tell you i'll be in all seriousness and i would tell this because this is years ago so you never did anything with her not a thing i don't <laughs> even think i had a conversation with this girl it's crazy, but I swear to God. When have I ever lied about not hooking up or hooking up with someone? Wasn't ever. she like stone faced when they interrogated her? She like, stone faced. Well, she was. Maybe she just banged her. Yeah, well, maybe. Or it could have been the end of it. <laughs> she was a New York Times best selling writer. If you watch the way she would write her words, she would be. They would rhyme at some yeah. points they would be poems they would be descriptive they were crazy and i i was just sitting back and i wouldn't read them right i wouldn't read them but my girlfriend at the time would. right and she would be like freak the fuck out because a lot of them were like he's dating this you know blonde bimbo and i'm gonna cut her with the skein and like so i'm thinking god the stuff on the internet the stuff you might find of people who just that was I mean, this was like 2008, like the start of Twitter, the start. No, Instagram wasn't even around. Yeah. So, yeah. Who knows what weirdos are just you know, sitting on their computer. I have heard there, that. Right? I've heard that one before. Yeah. They do exactly what you Weirdos yeah. out there. Yeah, exactly. You gotta yeah, those, those girlfriends. So, yeah, listen, girlfriend when I hit you up, I'm like, oh, we got we to gotta make sure this guy's not one of these psycho. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, that was kind of. I That's think, what we had him on the pod. Well, I think that was yeah, like, yeah, both, like, hey, of us, both of us from the start, right? Like, are you, are you, you guys are probably thinking is this just some fucking weirdo in his mom's basement doing this stuff and I'm thinking like are these guys actually fucking serious about this so until we kind of met but you'd asked me a while back about you know what you know what drove me to do this and like what made me to do this and it was I always wanted to do it before but I just never had time right? you want to get out of selling radios yeah yeah exactly yeah you don't want to do what you're doing <laughs> I sell radios <laughs> 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 you so sponsored hey who wants radio here hey we're in the back hey radio shack where are you at sales job again because there's guys that are 50 years old that are ready to retire they got laid off so they're way ahead of you 
So what are you going to do now? Like, what, what, what's next? What do you want to do? And my wife had asked me that because we're stuck in our fucking houses. You yeah, guys this is real. This is what you're saying house. is real now. It's... We couldn't leave except to do laps around the pond with my son. And every day we'd just be like, what do you want to do? And my wife just flat out asked me, she's like, what do you see yourself doing? And I said, I don't know how, I have no clue what I'm going to do, but I'm, I'm going to make it in hockey. Like, I, it's just going to make it my goal. I, yeah. I used to work in hockey. I used to work in the Alberta Junior Hockey League. And I, I Shout out, that. AJ. AJ Chell. Champ, world champ. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm a, I'm a champ too. I got a ring. <laughs> I do. Yeah. But uh, that's what she said. And I said, I'm going to make it in hockey. And then a, fast forward a couple months later, um, that's when I launched Mr. Curfew website. That kind of stuff's pretty cool, I think. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. So, Princey, I mean, it's all real life stuff that you're that you're describing, and, and we starting off, we, me and Obi, like Obi, had been on the podcast world for you know for a full year. He point had his, he had Point Breakaway, yeah. and he killed he it. But like time time, time to move on. Like his yeah. his host, like good guy, I guess. But yeah. good guy, just good, a podcaster, good and speak, good writer, good writer. Yeah, he's a good writer for the athletic. So podcast so, was terrible. But it, no, but but what it did was give him the confidence to say, "Oh, Branch. Poppy, this is something that I know you can do because I just did it, and trust me, it can't be worse." So <laughs> like, fucking, you should you should do this. Hazy said he's in. Let's do the playoff pod. That all that all. Yeah, do you know how Mr. Curfew started? Let's not minimal. You. And I was I was gonna ask. Right, we'll I, tell know, you. I know minimal about it. So with the athletic, I was working with the athletic at the time. Me and Poppy were gonna do a and Hazy a playoff podcast. Zoom style, just for the playoffs. Yeah. Cold just for the playoffs. Just for the playoffs. It was it was, like, it was in August, so it was basically when playoffs got held back after COVID. Yeah, yeah. And the bottle, yeah, the bubble. Yeah. It was a full bubble. So we said we pitched them. We pitched them, and they did like, one podcast together. Mm-hmm. They edited. Like I was on a Zoom from my my house. He was we on a Zoom. Zoom. Daisy was on a Zoom, and we all sent it in. I don't even think I had a microphone. <laughs> but uh, but no, like I, 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 I might have bought a microphone, but it was a shitty. You gave me your old microphone. Yeah, we were yeah we were scrambling. So fuck, we were just like fuck it, and we did it, and you know we sent it to him. Your your editor loved it. Yeah, he was beautiful. But then it had to go through the channels, and fuck, what did they come back and say? They were just dragging their feet. They were like, yeah. "Well, playoffs are about to start here, so if you don't have an answer for us, so we fired the cons, yeah. thinking we're still gonna do it Zoom. We go in there. Long story short, it turns into something. Now I mean, up here like. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah. We don't even know. Not rolling. We're like, we don't know. We're going. Oh, you just didn't. Call, call yeah, basically, no the, cards the next day was like, fuck, come do this show up. Yeah. yeah. The you action know, part was relatively new too, wasn't it? Now we're like, he just was basically around for my like point years. was, yeah. was my point was like, before we knew it, me and up here like, holy fuck, now what are we doing? So we were all learning as I was going. Is all the point. Now we got to kind of figure it out. And hall pass has been a good move, obviously. Yeah. But it started as, that, what yeah. the fuck? Now we got a real thing. So we've all we've all kind of grown together. So you guys probably weren't as And that's what we used to tell Jimmy. Jimmy, yeah, and, and this is what I felt the worst about Jimmy for, because he was on the East Coast and we were on the West Coast, and Hazy thought we were screwing him out of money, and he thought, like, he didn't, I'm like, Hazy, listen, man, we're not, no one of us are making any money right now, and me and Up here learn as we go, and we're trying to be as forward as we could be, but it was it was hard for everybody, like, we didn't know, it was right? just, there it was, there was, there was a lot so many moving pieces, man, it was crazy. And, and all, it was crazy. All we could control was just... Organizing to come on, yeah. and chat hockey, tell exactly. stories, yeah. and fuck, we were crushing a bottle of wine, yeah. and Hazy was <laughs> Hazy was sober, yeah. and we were just sitting there. I we were like, for- and we were like, fuck, and, and now that you know, you sit in on your computer at home, yeah. for most of our most of our episodes. Yeah, I've sat in, you know, when I'm in Aspen with my family, and I've been, you know, back home and Obes in the studio, like. Jimbo, that's what he did. Jimbo mm-hmm. sat yeah, and he, exactly he s- sat at his fucking stool in his bar and he had the Broadway. And I remember the first time he put that whole 
set up together and me and Obi were like, Hey Jimmy, do you drink those bottles oh, there? Like, yeah, yeah, I'm, like, Jimmy, you, I'm like, Jimmy, do you drink those bottles there? I'm like, cause there's a couple nicer ones. That you You're like, like, get those the fuck out of there. Get, get those the nice ones there. in there. Get the nice Move it over there. there. Yeah. Slide over there. So get he, those other ones he, in you know, Cause he just has his computer looking at us pointing. And so he moves his whole set around and then he's like looking, I'm like, now sit down. Okay, move the Broadway sign over like three yeah, inches. You're gonna dial. You're dial. Yeah. And then so that became, you know, Jimmy Scoops. Is, is Broadway basement. Yeah, I, yeah. I remember when we, we tried to get him to put the, the Miss Curfew Circle logo up, and he just couldn't figure it out. And uh, like, we we're all just laughing. Like to the left, he's putting it ten feet to the right. You're like, put it up, and he puts it down. <laughs> yeah, he just wanted like good for a same kind of thing that like, you go through too. He just wanted to be with us. And, like, yeah, and I'm like, yeah. And COVID was going on. He's like, boys, I'll fly out there. I'm like, hazy. We yeah. can't. We can't have guests at our golf course. There's no point in flying out. Well, right I, now. So I he was dealing with it too. I know the feeling trying to get to. I tried to get to Vegas for the Colorado series, and I just, I yeah. couldn't find a way. And then I remember Up Dog joked and texted like, "What time's your flight landing?" And I was just crushed. Oh no! Like, oh, no. Did, it was a joke, or was I serious? No, it was as a joke, as a joke. Oh. I was like, "What time's your flight?" Like, because you guys knew I couldn't come. Like, I had to pay. <laughs> <it. laughs> That's a bad joke. That's a bad fucking joke. Sold the What time you did, Prince? I just joked. I'm like, we're at the Rhino. Boys, you're having dinner, STK, hey, you want to go You sending me all the videos and stuff, and I'm just, like, sitting like bathed in like, So talk about your friendship, your, your relationship with Daisy. I know it meant a lot to you. Yeah, talk yeah. Um, yeah, like I said, when we, we first looked into Miss and Curfew, I, I thought it was going to be Lupa. I didn't, I had no idea, and I didn't really connect the relationship that you guys had, obviously, being a smart hockey guy, Florida to Florida with, with Uppy, but, yeah, it was, because um, I got brought in by you, just talk to you two guys for a couple of and then eventually you guys introduced me to this person, that person, and I got put in a group chat with Jimmy. And like, I didn't know any of the, I could just see the numbers and I could assume by the way he was talking that it was Jimmy. And then I got a text out of the blue, just like a couple minutes later, him just introducing himself and being like, so you're this Princey guy. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's, he's like, oh man, I fucking love your stuff, man. This is great, you make me look so good, so. <laughs> Cause that was one of my things with, with um, you guys go back to him being on Zoom and, Sometimes it's hard to jump in when you're on Zoom. So, so it's, totally. it's easy for you guys. I to even say that to Uppy, like when, when we're out of the studio, it's so hard it's to like so hard, flow yeah. and like, yeah, I agree with that. And that's why like for me, just sitting there floating you guys' stats is okay, but it was probably hard to get Broadway in there. And I I actually did try my, my absolute hardest to make sure that he was always included in the clips and the, the videos and making sure that I have, like if I've got an Obi story and an Obi story, I need to get a Jimmy story in there. And my wife can attest to this. I was always like sitting on the couch editing and I got my headphones in and I just start laughing. And she's like, what are you laughing at? And it wasn't even a story. His facial expressions were oh, yeah. so funny. Like his reactions to things. And when he, you could tell when he didn't like something, when he thought something was really funny. The best one being when Tyson Berry said the Oilers play Slipknot in the dressing room. He was just like, what? He's like, blown away. That's my favorite clip of He couldn't believe time. it. Yeah. He couldn't I, believe it. I loved it. He's, He's like, like, no hip hop? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Don't, don't play hip hop? I'm, I'm sad. I'm playing. Yeah. I'm in love with the coke. I'm in love with the coke. That was a win song for him. <laughs> was oh, yeah. I'm in love with the coke. He'd just be up like, but uh, That's exactly what I was planning on doing like a series of that called Jimmyisms, where it was just like quick shots of his reactions and stuff. Yeah, that obviously didn't fall through. But we kept we we would always get put in the bullpen in Zoom. So when you guys were waiting, it would just be me and him. 
And I remember the first time it was like super awkward. I was just like, hey man, he was just like, hey, what's going on? And then I think he probably clicked in his head. And the next time I got in there, he was like, Princey baby, what's up? And I was like, you watching hockey last night? He just started chatting me up. And we eventually, cause I think we're, we're the same age. He's a, he's a year older than me. So we're in the same age category. Um, he's got two little boys and I have two little boys. They're literally the exact same age. Um, it, you guys know that his son Mac and my son Miles were born just days apart. Um, he was one of the first people to text me, and he was texting me before the hospital, before I had to to leave uh, the live stream at uh, what was it, Balboa? Yeah, yeah, gave away the Instagram password. Because <laughs> 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 I was like, I knew it was gonna happen too, because we had talked about the meeting, and then I was like, my wife's gonna fucking go to labor. I know it. And she went right into labor, and she told me she was holding it. She's like, I bet you I could do the live stream. And I was like, no, no, no. So I, I called Max. She was holding it? She was holding it. <laughs> what a team player. Thank you. Yeah, thank Holy you. jumping. Thank you. You don't need to hold those. Yeah, all well done. She was holding away, trying to get me through the live stream. That's, so I, that's I, a good girl you got. I called Maxie, and I was just freaked. I was like, I can't do this, man. I can't be on the live stream. I'm so sorry, guys. And then... I didn't get to see the, the footage till after the show, so I'm watching the footage of when A-Hall's like, oh, what's the password to our Instagram account? And up, you like, pops up, and like, <laughs> oh, man. I was like, I saw that, I was like, oh, no. What do you think they would have done? Oh, someone would have went on there and put some, oh, I don't know. It would have went fucked yeah, yeah, in. Our Instagram account would have been gone. For yeah. Years, but, but yeah, that was, um, back to what I was saying, is, is I, I relate to Jimmy a lot because we have two kids that are the exact same age, and, it, it crushes me to see his two kids right now because that's exact. They're they're the same. They're literally clones of what I have. I've got two sons like that. So um, we we were gonna work on the parlay cafe together. That was something that he texted me in the summertime. He's like, "This is my. This is we're our." We're gonna party. help him pick a winner oh, too. Because he went about fifteen fucking straight without one. Oh my god! <laughs> like any of I guess I would keep texting each day and be like, keep embracing. Oh yeah, don't worry. Mm -hmm. like, he wouldn't let it get to him, which is like eventually he was like. You know what? I'm on such a losing streak that the fans are actually enjoying. Yeah, it. that's what I said. It's, it's like just, the reverse yeah. Goldberg and WWE. Like he's just losing everything. And I made that video of him with his head over Johnny Drum at the canyon going victory. Yeah. I made that like ten weeks before he won. <laughs> like I thought he was gonna win, so I made it and I sat on it for the whole time. Finally posted it after like ten weeks. <laughs> yeah, that was a cool yeah. streak. From I've, I haven't seen one like that. Yeah. Yeah. And then the last game was I'm like Tampa Broadway Tampa. So we got the last one. Got he did get the last one. And I, yeah, I remember him texting me, and I was driving to Cologne. I couldn't make the graphic in time. And texted me, I'm so sorry, man. I can't. He's like, oh, don't worry about it, Phil. It's all good. Man. Yeah. So he was really easy to work with, and you know we're all, you know, we're all yeah. crushed about it. And that's not something easy. I would like to see this reaction when we walked into this place. He would fire it up. Oh, oh, look at the putt green. Look at the pool. Look at the hot dog. Yeah. Every little thing. He just loved every little thing about life. Yeah, I got my I got one for you too up here. That was the be like Jimmy stuff, and I look at it, and that's what I he just just every little thing that he did, he liked everything. Yeah, he just had so much good energy about him. He did, and yeah. you know, it's been uh, it was really fun to post stuff about him, and I'm I'm trying to continue to do yeah, it you're doing a good job. as much as possible. It's not it's definitely not easy, and you know, it's not a day that probably any of us want to look back on. And uh, being the social media manager was it was really really hard. I can say that for sure. Yeah. Stealing. A lot of good people reached out, and at the time, a lot of NHL players and a lot of NHL media reached out and said, "We know that this is not Shane Scotty behind yeah. the accounts right now. We know that this is a real human being, and you're going to have a very tough time for the next week or whatever." And I honestly, I thought that Mr. Curfew might have been done for sure, because like, I, I, you know, we all got through it. I gave you guys your space. We, we kind of let it go, and I thought Mr. Curfew was done. 
And then there was one. So they made up you for. Yeah, and I woke up one morning, and to be perfectly honest, just I was done. I was like, I don't know if I can do this. And I told my wife, I think I'm done. And then she, she, this is again, you guys are probably gonna love my, my, my wife when you get to meet her, but she kind of smacked me around and said, No, no, you're not done. She said, The fellas, they need you right now. They need to go do their own thing, but they need you to stand there. You're not the. She's like, You're not this goal scorer. I said, <laughs> you're the guy. Screw the goalie. Yeah. Yeah. We were really Screen good. Screw the, yeah. <laughs> the goalie. <laughs> She's like, you're the shot blocker, and oh, yeah. these guys need you to lay down and block shots from here. And she yeah. said, Shane and Scotty, they need you. That was and a shitty time. Right now, she said, Kristen needs you, and yeah. Kevin needs you, and all these guys in the NHL, they need you to be there for them to post the stuff out there to see it. So that was what kind of got me over that whole thing, and eventually, you know, it kind of passed over and. You know, I did get, I got contacted by Kristen right away from and thank you so much for getting her through this. And we released his episode on my birthday, which is really cool. And, you know, it's, it's I'm glad that I got to interact with him. Sad I didn't get to meet him, but I'm, I'm yeah. very happy yeah. that I got to interact with him. Yeah, he was, he was one of the best. 100% yeah. Princey. And he loved you. And like you said, with yeah. the Parlay Cafe, he got so excited after the first meeting we, mm. we had with him where, you know, we wanted him to have his own segment. And, uh, you know, Shane and I talked about this before, but... He, he took it like, he took that challenge like up the mountain and you were a big part of helping him with it. And yeah. then what you've done here too for us and for our fans are, um, and his family, man, it's been pretty awesome. So we know yeah, you have a big gonna, heart there. We're not going to yeah. stop doing it either. There'll be good stuff. But. So when did you win the fucking AJ though? So I was... I, AJHL championship. Tell yeah. me when you won that. Here so we go. I come over here guys talking about you on But obviously I didn't win. Are you a fighter? Uh, no, not Fought the pocket. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Are you my brother's age? Fought the pocket. I'm 31. Oh, no, my brother's older. Yeah. Where'd you play? Sorry, I missed those pop No, no, I played minor hockey, like my whole, like all the way up. All the way oh, yeah, you junior. worked with the team. Yeah, I worked with the team. And then I I, um, I didn't go anywhere because like, I thought about Junior B, but everybody was trying to fight me because I was like six foot four at age 19 years old. So I got big man syndrome. I'm sure you got the two olds where they see you, they size up, they want to fight you. <laughs> so I ended up playing in this like senior league. In Red Deer, it was like it was like a hybrid beer league and a real league. Like it was beer league with three periods and three refs and full lineups and any like, babes in the crowd. Yeah, there would get some Red Deer right. babes in the crowd. The full contact, surprised. yeah. I'm yeah, not full contact, but it let you hit, but they'd let you fight. And oh, so I discovered a couple times. Like, yeah, I actually didn't mind tangling a couple times. Yeah, you just gotta get in there and start chopping. Yeah, I was really scared the first time. Um, I it's dropped, scary. Too. Yeah, it's a scary thing. But so I did that, and then I, I went to school uh, as a, a cameraman and an editor. And I tried to do some stuff with uh, with hockey. I couldn't quite get in. You guys always say that the the lockout in whatever thirteen or fucked you. It fucked me too, because I got <laughs> I got a job as uh, the dressing room attendant for camera with score in Edmonton. So I would have been the guy in the dressing room that would have yeah. just done the the scrums and like the player interviews, not the game or anything like that. So I got hired, and then the lockout happens. So they're like, okay, hold up. We don't know how long this is gonna be. We'll we'll give you a call when it's done. Okay, cool. So they give me a call when it's done, and they go, it's too fast of a turnaround. I'm sure you experienced that. you got to have someone that's game ready. <laughs> oh, we did big time. It's yeah. flexors. <laughs> it's flexors, dude. So they my go. back, I couldn't move out there. Hurt <laughs> <laughs> myself golfing. Hurt myself golfing with Steve Bradley. <laughs> they go, we got someone veteran that's going to bring in, but we got you a job lined up. So just to come like, Okay, cool. Where is it? In Regina for the Regina Pats. But it's not a camera job. We just need to carry the equipment. Too bad it's not with that name. Yeah, you know, just carry the gear. Yeah, yeah, I would just carry the gear, and I was working at a at a bar at the time just to like supplement looking for jobs, and I was walking out with wads of cash. Why not? There's no one needed a film crew for some porn. <laughs> I 
So you'd be shocked actually at how many. What kind of porn's <laughs> coming out of China? <laughs> I don't know if I don't want to see that. Porn, Some homemade ones. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I bounced around that. I did a couple odd jobs, and I ended up getting a job in 2016 with the Brooks Bandits of the Alberta Junior Hockey League. So I know we have a lot of Alberta fans, and that's it's kind of like on par, but just a little bit below the CHL. Like I don't. To me, it's the same thing. Junior A and the CHL. It's a better road to college, but um, so I spent a whole year there as the marketing and PR manager for the team. And one of the first people I got introduced when I was there was Kale McCarr as a 17-year-old. And I got to meet his dad, and his dad apparently knew me as a kid. He's him and my dad went to school together. And, um, watching Kale every night was like it's seeing him at the All-Star game. He looks the exact same. He's not changed. Like he looked like that when he was 17. He's a little more excited than ever. Got a, <laughs> a few more bucks in his pocket too. He's, yeah, I know he's got a few bucks in his pocket. <laughs> Hopefully, he remembers the guys that took care of him back in the day. So, would he recognize you if you walked? Yeah, past oh him? yeah, he would for sure. And what I tried. Guys, do would you hug it out or what? Oh yeah, we'd hug it out. Did sure. you have a beer with him? Yeah, oh yeah. Would okay. you tag teams and broads? <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> I'm just I was like, it's not a real friendship. <laughs> it's not real buddies. You're not real buddies. Then. Like, but uh, he was like, he was a celeb. Like, you know what it's like. I'll be playing in like Fort McMurray probably. You're like, you're a small town celebrity to these people because that's all they have in there is hockey. That's all they have. So you couldn't really walk the streets or anything. And I used to, like, sometimes I was struggling to sell like sponsorships for an event or like sponsorships on like the ring boards on the ice or whatever. And I go to these businesses and they tell me to fuck off. And I'm like, I can't, like, I can't sell this stuff. So one day I just grabbed Kale. I'm like, Kale, I took him out for sushi for lunch, bought him some stuff. And I'm like, I need you to come in here and just schmooze these guys with me for a couple of hours. And we went around and just bang, 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 bang. And the, all these guys bought stuff just because I brought Kale in the car and got the lunch Yeah, and he remembered that. So it was uh, it was a cool experience for sure to work in, to work in hockey like that. That's kind of where I think I cut my teeth. In. Hey, Princey, uh, you see, Met the boys on the road. You had a nice couple dinners, couple nights out, a little yeah, what, casino action. What did you think of the road? What did what, you think when Obi was getting going with the stories the other night at Nobu? Well, I remember looking at you. You were just kind of like, "Holy shit!" Well, first going. of all, we were all going. Uh, we the stories are the stories are endless. But what's more endless over the stories? It's the fucking movie quotes. Like, my <laughs> God. Like, he, I, he's a movie quote guy. So I, Mac Yeah, too. I was going to say, the, the best out of all of you is Mac Yeah, like, Mac like, Oh, my God. And it's it's not like the same movie. It'll be like Wolf of Wall Street, Dumb and Dumber, Ace Ventura. Yeah. It just goes, 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 goes. And it, they slide him in so perfectly. Like, <laughs> and I remember Binger was like. this good at it, too. Binger was like, why? Why? And I was like, <laughs> Bigger was saying that? After. Yeah, and I said, Bigger, it's a hockey thing, man, because you watch these movies. Bigger's like, why are they eating fucking sashimi? Why are they eating they... 14 fucking desserts? <laughs> I, do, I do remember Bigger. <laughs> Can I get another fillet? <laughs> Bigger got pulled, pulled into the back room at SDK when we were at the private table, and it was just me and him and a couple guys there, and he just looked at me and he was like, I don't belong here. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, Bigger, it's okay, oh, man. Bigger. I said, act like you do, man. Act yeah. like you do. But Such a good kid. All the fans out there wondering, what it's like to be with these guys it's exactly what you think it is and more like, it's, it's utterly uh, like it's it's such a roller coaster of like it's you have no idea where you're going what time you're getting there you show up and it's just like it's, it's, it's exactly what they talk about on the road and like that's what up you said it one thing like this is exactly what it's like we live it like exactly like it is on the road with the stories the guys that you know the guys that meet the nhl players that you interact with and yeah we had a we had a couple wild nights and 
I, I came in pretty hot. <laughs> I guess you fucking did. <laughs> I, so I, I almost in. missed my 3.30 flight. <laughs> then I got on the bird. If I had any ounce of food in me, I was done. But I, I would like... I thought I was going to puke. Puke rally? If I had any food in me, I would puke. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, I'm was this like a hangover feeling? Or? It was like, hey, dummy. Like, slow down. Oh. I'm sitting there just like shaking. I'm like, get me off this plane. Yeah, I was... Thanks, man. The first night at SCK, I, I wanted to go. Like, that, I thought everything was so cool. I was so overwhelmed. Oh, yeah. Let me tell this part. I had a, So, yeah, he's all fired up after dinner, right? And he's like, I'm like, I'm going to have an energy. I'm going to keep going. I'm like, hey, look, I'm just going to give you a bit of advice from a guy who's coming to Vegas a little too hot. Well, every time too hot. I'm telling you, like, tomorrow's your day. You wanted to come in here. Just like, you should yeah. probably take it easy. No, no, no. Yeah, one more. And then I don't know, something must have clicked in his head. He's like, yeah, I'm going to go home. Yeah. So the next day, I'm like, I was just trying to help you out. He's like, no, I wish I would have went home earlier, actually. I, I heard it. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I see And I couldn't get out of that fucking hotel. I kept going up each floor. Like, I was going up one floor. I'd be like, oh, where's the exit? No, wait, no, no. I took me like 25 minutes to get out of the hotel. And I finally got out of the hotel. And I'm just going back and forth on the street. Wait, is this the hotel, like, Aria? Clock. We're, we're we're going, this was after dinner? This was That's like when Cosmo. you sent me home. I couldn't get out of the fucking hotel. I went up nine floors. And then I was like, I ended up in a parking garage. Like, cool. There was no door. And I was just like, I'm starting to have a little panic attack. Yeah, and I finally got out there. <laughs> Yeah, Somehow yeah. I ended up with a cigar in my hand walking down the street. I got some good. You like cigars? I like oh, fella, I love them. I got, buddy. I'm telling you, see how many cigars I got. Oh, Romeo and Juliet's Habana Cuba. They are fucking. Should we light one on air right now? Absolutely. Yeah, Wait we, for the tub. We, we'll do <laughs> Instagram Live a little later. You're going to like those. I got to eat them. Tell them. Well, so, let's see. Let's so, anyway, to wrap it up. Yeah. yeah let's oh, I know Ops wants this story. So, there is. He. Ops was wondering if this is fake or real. Oh, some Fake of my news. favorite players when I was a kid. Oh yeah. And when I was kind of a teenager, getting early teenager, my favorite players were. Yeah, pubes. Yeah. Just starting to. <laughs> you my, look like a guy that had pubes. Yeah. <laughs> How can you tell? I don't know. You remember those guys? So you used to go in the room and you're like, this guy's got pubes already. Yeah. Yeah. I think I had pubes when I turned pro. Who was the first? Guy? <laughs> Who was the first guy you ever seen that pubes? It's an Italian guy I played with in Central Ontario. He had a huge horn and fucking pubes everywhere. Toots had pubes when he was young. Like Toots did? 12, 13. Toots has no body hair. I know. He, well, he's got a little bit, but he had just ripped and he had pubes already. I'm like, this guy's a killer, man. He's got pubes. He's definitely a killer. <laughs> yes, I had pubes, I guess. Back to your story. Yes, my favorite player when I was young was Shane O'Brien. And that's this is hand to God true. Like, Which Shane O'Brien? <laughs> oh, this guy? Yeah, it was. Oh, man. I thought you might have another guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. That's like, beautiful, though. Uh, but yeah, I watched, you know, I watched Uppy too. I remember watching Uppy uh, 2002 or whatever it was, World Juniors, and my dad being like, "You gotta play play like that, Scotty Upshaw." Sure. He goes and he plays hard. He goes to that hard. And I didn't know that meant full up dog at the time. <laughs> so, but Uppy wasn't quite my favorite player. I appreciated your game. Like, <laughs> appreciated your game. My dad, my dad, dad was a flame season ticket holder, and he used to come and slash Mike Smith and my dad. That fucking up dog, he's just trying to go. Yeah, but then I tell Smitty he was over at my house at an after party, so he's gonna fucking let me do whatever I want. <laughs> I was there watching him cool like that too. But when I was really, really young, like I liked the guys not to Sackics in the game. Like I liked them, but they weren't my favorite guys. Everybody like Eisman Sackick again. I like the grinders and like the glue guys and the, you know, the fourth line guys. My actual favorite player before OBK along was Rhett Warner. I don't know if you guys ever remember. So you got to with Rhett. You got a style player, like a standalone. I like his style. That would, be, that would be the ultimate gift to Princey if we ever got him on the show one day. I would 
Grant Warner. Yeah, yeah, he was the, the first guy I ever went out with in the uh, Calgary Stampede. I really? Was like 18, and he had just made it to the finals in uh, with Calgary. Calgary. Yeah, that's because that's when I started liking him. Yeah, and I, and I see him out with like a bunch of hot chicks, and I'm like, this guy's badass. So I'm, he's on Calgary radio, and even some of the stories that are filtered on there, holy shit. He lined up parties and scavenger hunts. He said that, like, he would invite Kipper over and he was selling a house one time and the, they were tearing it down. So Kipper just walked in, started ripping out the cupboards and, like, smashing chairs. We did a stuff. demolition party at my house in Newport, too. Really? Just shattered the windows and everything with sledgehammers. And oh, all. my God. Okay, so we'll finally get to the story. So I like Grant Warner. I like that style of player. And, you know, I would. I had better style than Grant Warner. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Yeah, he, oh, he he wore the dark visor. Yeah, his style was great. He's a warrior. He was. I like him because he's he'd fight. He's a warrior. Good he's a warrior. Um, I was obsessed with equipment style. You guys, know, and even to miss a curfew today, we always post pictures by we I mean me, but we always post pictures of style. Great, this guy's by we I mean me. You guys are posting shit. There's no lion team, but there's me. Yeah. There's no lion team, but there's princes. But there's fucking me. Print the shirt, I guess. But, uh, we we post pictures of style and stuff. So I, I'm a big style guy. I know when guys change their style. I know when they change their sticks, their colors, all that stuff. And in the NHL video games, I used it used to drive me fucking nuts that they would have guys with the wrong equipment. So I would manually go in there and change their equipment to exactly how it was. Now one year it came out and you couldn't do that. They took that feature away. So I've got sports nut. Yeah. <laughs> There's a quote right there. That's what a good, sport, what a sports nut. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the one oh seven or eight, whatever it was, uh, you couldn't change their equipment. So I, I'm I'm like this fucking sucks. I don't want a team with all black tape and guys that are you know they got visors whatever. So I start scouring around looking at guys like picking like Matt Lombardi and stuff, and I find Jigsaw. Yeah, yeah, he did, yeah. Favorite Yeah. Great stuff. Um, so I find Shane O'Brien on the Ducks, and he's rated pretty low. <laughs> like, I can throw this guy on D. It looks pretty good. He's got the warrior stick with the white tape. He's got yeah. the vapor 30s. He's got no bucket. Or no, sorry, no bucket. He's got no visor on his bucket. Yeah. So I throw him on there, and I start playing him more and start getting him to score goals and stuff, and he's fighting everybody. I'm like, oh, this guy's fucking awesome. <laughs> and this isn't back in the day where you can just go to YouTube and find him. You can't. Yeah, so, that's a good point. Because wow, I, yeah. So I have to wait till ten o'clock every night to watch Sports Center to see if he'll be there. Like, and it's will be like a little one. I'll stay up. No, nothing. No, nothing. Then there'll be a fight. I'm like, oh, there's fucking O'Brien. Like this guy fucking rules. <laughs> and of course, I'm a Flames fan, so he gets you get traded to Tampa. I kind of do the same thing. I follow you there. Don't get to see much or anything. And then he gets traded to Vancouver. And I live in Calgary at the time, so I have to be really quiet on who my favorite player is because he's on. In Vancouver, but that's when I really got to watch it. Like, yeah. Every second Saturday, Vancouver, Edmonton, Vancouver, Calgary, whatever it was, and like watching you drop the gloves at Rexall, and I'd post that clip <laughs> and whatnot. So, You're just watching us kick the shit out of the flames for two years straight, basically. Yeah, there were some good battles in there, yeah, yeah, for sure. The home openers and stuff, and like there was a one where McGratton fought. Um, 40. 40 and You're going to be 40 tomorrow. Really? Yeah, he'll be here. You can bring it up. Size me up like every other NHL. Yeah, so far. Um, <laughs> that was the game where Horty said, "Oh, well, you think we just let McGrath sleep?" Yeah, and I said, "No, he was drooling over the red line." <laughs> You're gonna have to fight him. Oh eventually. my god! Is that in before? Nashville? When no, it was in Calgary. Okay, so we'll ask Horty tomorrow. But I, I watched him punch McGrath's face in, in Nashville. Or we even talked about it. Yeah, yeah that was oh. crazy, crazy. Too. But to finish it off, when O'Brien gets traded to Calgary. That's I'm still a fan. Like I know. Yeah. And I swear I let you down. <laughs> no, that's okay. I swear I let you down. I watched you live. Probably didn't go as 
I got less ice time in Calgary than I did my rookie year in Anaheim. You're probably like, where yeah, is he? But you probably didn't want to be out there anyways. That team The best was Loops is like, after one game in Calgary, he's like, oops, I flipped on the Battle of Alberta, but you didn't have a shift after the 10-minute mark, so I turned it off. Turn it off yeah. <laughs> you had the chin strap on yeah. and stick out like that. But I was living with my, it was still in college, I was living with my grandpa at the time, and my cousin had called me and was like, hey, you might want to pull over. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, something like, okay, so I pull over and he's like, Shane O'Brien just got traded in the Calgary Flames. I'm like, what? No way. Like, freaking out. Know, like, like, it was a blockbuster trade. It was, it was a big trade. Me and Jonesy for uh, uh, Tanguy and Sarge. It was yeah, like it was a, a veteran a, movement to a youth movement. For it him. was a big trade. And it was like, yeah. you weren't there with a the game list, so they were just. Yeah, yeah so yeah, they were just. They were them. basically, Flames were going young. Yeah. And the Avs needed some veteran guys for the young guys. They just got. So like, they were basically, let's get O'Brien out of town because he's a disaster. Yeah. And bringing Corey Sarge because he's more of a hockey nerd. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of what the yeah, that's you know, what yeah, I mean. yeah. they, just, they just got just drafted Monahan. But yeah. obviously, Bob Harley didn't get the memo from Jay Feaster. No. You know, you have to play the guys to get traded. You know, well, the only even Jonesy, I... Jonesy had a shit year too. Yeah, I'm like, he did, yeah. tough trade for the Flames. I got put on waivers. Jonesy had three goals. I think. Yeah, and he got traded for no more than that. He had, but he had, he had okay. But I only saw Obi in one game, and there was Dallas. You guys were Calgary's getting absolutely shit pumped. And it was like Roussel was running around or something like that. Yeah, that's what it was like an icing or something. And he skates down and like rubs you out on the icing, and you just fucking followed him all the way. No, I jump off. You can point find this guy. Oh yeah, jump over. I jump over the boards. Fall. Follow. Come on, I look like a complete idiot. Oh yeah, no, but I go off the bench. I jump over the bench. The ref comes at me. I go to him. You'll you'll find it. But he ended up going up. That kid's helmet. I don't know to this day what he had. Blue on I don't fucking know. I hit him with an uppercut that yeah. plus it, my. Yeah, and you had to like stop. Stop fighting. Right, yeah. Yeah. I hit him with an uppercut that it would have knocked so many kids' helmet off. Yeah. I come up, his helmet's still right there. I'm like, and my knuckles fuck. I'm like, shit. Oh. I don't know what he had in that chin strap, man, because I hit him with a fucking uppercut that was right down the pipe, and his pocket did. <laughs> I, that, that, if his bucket would have went off there, I could have really pumped him. But yeah, it never went well, off. the clip will get put over top of the poison series. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How's Princey, buddy, um, is there anything else you wanted to touch on here before we uh, jump in the hot tub here? No, guys, honestly, it's uh, we appreciate all you for work. having me. Like it's like I said before, it was really hard to sit at home and watch. Not only for me just wanting to be there, but wanting to make uh, Miss and Curfew better. Right? I think the fans are actually really enjoying seeing the live shots. We just went on like prior to this, we just went on Instagram Live, and there were some funny comments in there too. <laughs> Oops, they're not liking your socks, fella. No, the Canadians don't. These are these are called high, they're all These are called happy socks here. But yeah, um, you gotta be happy to wear those. This uh, this weekend is something I'll remember for the rest of my life to meet all these NHL guys, and most of the NHL guys, you would introduce me as, hey, this is Prince, your social media guy. Oh, I, I love your stuff, man, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. These guys pay attention, man. they know what's going on. So this has been a blast, boys. We're not even done yet. That's the oh, thing we're recording oh. this, we're not even done yet. So we're gonna have- Wait till you fun. see it tomorrow. This golf tournament's a shit show. Wait till you see the 16th hole. Well, we went already, Maxie and I went. We were only yeah, just we going for an hour, yeah. we were there for six Although, hours. good job getting those videos of the- Yeah, uh, bottle blonde <laughs> 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 yeah, that's it, fellas. That's, I love being here. I love you guys. Maxi A Hall, this has been uh, an unforgettable experience for me. Awesome. Alright, fella. Up dog. We're here in Scottsdale. That was uh you guys dialed in here at the sick Airbnb. That was our recap for the All-Star weekend. Our boy Princey getting his time to come on and shoot the shit with the boys. I know he's looking forward to him. Um, and this weekend, this week, we've got lots of stuff coming up. DraftKings, Waste Management, Scottsdale. We're going to be pouring out more content. I agree. Well said. We're excited to be here again. Fella Tour stop number two. Um, Fella Tour, what a great name. 
the Fellator stop number two. Make sure you get your laminates. You can't come backstage. You cannot come backstage, baby. Um, so I don't know. I'm looking forward to this. I haven't been to a good golf tournament in a while, yeah, level this, is this one. Sick. And I've only been once. I haven't. You've actually been here probably a few more times than me now, Holmes. But uh, we're hoping that we get some. Uh, what do you call it again? Content. Content creators. Content, content creators. Tomorrow, when we're at the uh, Waste Management Open, we're going to bring you guys some great interviews with some golfers. We'll show our lifestyle side of things with some swag and DraftKings, baby. New sports book built on the 17th hole. We're looking forward to that. And uh, looking forward to bringing you guys another great episode next week. That was Mr. Curfew.